episode 234 of the Cricket Podcast. How's everybody doing tonight? <laughs> As Josh's uh, microphone picks up a cricket outside of my house, even though he's about a thousand Get miles away. Get that damn cricket out of here. Yeah, stupid cricket. Uh, <laughs> uh, with you once again, my name is Glenn, also known as Torgo on the PSN, and also I usually am the one tw- posting on the Twitter account, at PS3Nation, along with me. Five spot Joel, as he's known out on the uh, on the Twitterverse and on the PSN, otherwise known as Joel Shafrinsky. How you doing? Hello, bud? hello, very good. I'm actually five spot on the PSN. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he keeps yeah. doing that. Eh, yeah. I'm old. I, get, I just I like to confuse. I well, have all this gray hair and everything place, I got so. now it's screwing me up. It's all my fault. It's that cricket. That fucker is sabotaging our show he, already. It's really throwing me off, I'm telling you. He left a voicemail, he sent a couple nasty emails, and now he's back to sabotage even further. He was, like, saying jokes about my mom, even. Dude's a dick. Speaking Boy. of voicemails, how many did we get from Pooper at this point? Like, five, six, seven, <laughs> I'm assuming? Zero. Really? Zero. Wow. Yep, Nothing. Uh, we had one voicemail this week, but it cut off like right in the middle, so I don't know what happened. It was a decent one, too. Uh, hmm. He was asking about, like, what what are we going to have inside the box with the Vita when we open it up? And, of course, we all know it's going to be pixie dust, a little bit of heroin, <laughs> and uh, a whole lot of goodness. So, uh, And that other voice you hear is, of course, Mr. Josh Langford, known on Twitter as PJF Josh, and on the PSN he's known as Philip J. Fry. And we, he actually played online last night. I did. It was amazing. When it worked, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little bit, though. Uh, yeah, so this week we got a ton of new releases. Holy balls, folks. Tis the season <laughs> to kill your wallet in many, many ways. Uh, a few news items, what we're playing, a review of Renegade Ops, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about our review of Dead Island that's up on the website. Uh, talk about some gaming deals, maybe some PlayStation Home stuff. A uh, bunch of emails and an extra life update because we got some good stuff here. Uh, so let's just—we need to kick right into this because we got a lot to cover tonight. And uh, Joel, holy crap, dude! Uh, we'll give you about a half an hour to get through these. I may need it. Yeah, jo- Josh and I—we're <laughs> gonna go play Renegade Ops for a little while. So. And that's that's if I speed read the whole thing. <laughs> you could be that uh, that that dude that did all the the micro machines commercials. <laughs> for those that are over thirty and remember what I'm talking about. Put my LeVar Burton <laughs> reading his fundamental skills to work here. <clears throat> picture pages, picture pages. We're going to go back to that right. stuff. All right. First, first new release, and we'll start with the PS3 list. And believe it or not, we actually do have a PSP and a PS2 release this week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hallelujah. All right, first we've got X-Men Destiny. Cool. Just hitting next week, and I think surprised all of us. That's an action RPG. From Silicon Knights, no Ooh. less. Yeah. Huh. Indeed. We we actually posted the trailer back around E3 time. Good memory. Yeah. Well, no, I, I just looked it up tonight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for the memory thing, too. That's, that's really what it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we posted so much that week, I hardly knew what we were posting from day to day. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, next on the list, and I've, I'm anxious to say this one, Atelier Totori, The Adventure of Arland. What were you worried about? You did it perfect. Well, I had to practice Wait, like, it. So you're Hank Hill, and <laughs> you're running around. And- no, no, what you need to do is go to propane. <laughs> That's uh, none of that other uh, natural gas or anything like that. You just want good old clean propane. My As dad says butane's a bastard gas. <laughs> My dad! 
<laughs> Actually, that's Arlen. I'm sorry. That's ah, Arlen. Yes, uh, I was confused. Yes. Happens at our age. This is by Tecmo Koei. It's actually forty nine ninety nine, so ten dollars less in the U.S. than the average fifty nine ninety nine release. Tecmo Koei, so that'll show up at Mark's house. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I've only told him six times. <laughs> I'm actually hoping the next one shows up at Mark's house. Cabela's Big Game Hunter, two thousand twelve. Well, if there's anybody that knows hunting, it's Mark. Definitely. <laughs> it's a man's because man. He can get his. <laughs> From a few shows ago, he can get his shotgun skills ready for when Josh starts shining around 18 years from now. <laughs> Hello. Start practicing. <laughs> Josh's devil horns are not too not too different from a big buck. It's good. It's good practice. <laughs> hey, Josh, wear this hat. What are the antlers for? No, no, don't worry about it. Just wear the hat, dude. <laughs> this actually is a scratch, I believe. Really? We've got Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Trilogy, the HD. So that's the new thing, right? All new games or all old games just toss in the word HD or the <laughs> acronym HD and re-release it. Well, I think I, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but I was watching some YouTube videos of this because it got released in Europe like a month ago or two. Oh, yeah? It's not as good of a like HD up-res as like, the God of War collection or any of those, in my opinion. Uh, the lighting no. was all messed up. It, it looked like it looked like kind of the same geometry. It was just like higher res textures a little bit, or they were up converted. I mean, it still looked good. The games always look good, but it didn't really. I mean, I think we're spoiled by the stuff that Sony's bringing out. Yeah, on the Xbox, the original Splinter Cell. I mean, that was a pretty good looking game back in its heyday. Yeah, but it's been that's been a long time, <laughs> a long, long time. Yeah. <laughs> well, this actually, this trilogy's got Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell, Pandora Tomorrow, and then the Chaos Theory game. Ah, okay. So it will have online leaderboards and achievements and 3D. Achievements? Yes! Trophies, achievements. (laughs) 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 Damn Gears of War. Ruining it for me. (laughs) Child of Eden is releasing next week. PS3. Of course, that's going to be a move-enabled title. And 3D. Or you, can, or you can play it with your controller. Yep. Just just like on the 360, you can either do Connect or the controller. But I think yeah, on the 360, it defaulted to Connect. But it's best with Connect, isn't it? Sure. Well, definitely. Connect, <laughs> uh, connect and, and LSD. I don't know, <laughs> <clears throat> I, 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 you know, I don't know anything about the Connect part of it because I didn't play it in Connect. I got to, we, you know, we watched it at, at uh, E3 quite a bit and... and I, I can't wait. I mean, this is you know the spiritual successor to Res, which is one of my all-time favorite games. I mean, I just love Res so much, and uh, the move stuff's supposed to be pretty cool. But these visuals in 3D, I cannot wait. I, I think this is just going to pretty much melt my brain. It's going to be awesome. Cool. I don't think mm. I've played too many move-enabled games in 3D yet. Uh, I played Killzone, Resistance Three, SOCOM. Um. Tumble. Tumble. Uh, what's that? Auditorium. But that's more just <clears throat> like real, uh, you know, cosmetic more than anything else. Um, yeah, there's a few I've played. Not a lot, though. This is, yeah, I, oh, God, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> We're going to be fighting over this at Extra Life. I'm just telling you now. Yeah, that's right. Cool. 
don't know. I never, I tried the demo of Res on the 360 and it just, I did not really enjoy it. Well, Res, Res you gotta, you need to actually realize that it's kind of a musical game. So everything yeah. goes along with the beats and, and you have to figure that out when you're, when you're working on your targeting and make sure that you're kind of along with the music when you target stuff and, and when you let off the button, uh, because you want to try to match those beats. Uh, I've just been a huge fan of that game. I've got it on PS2 and on Dreamcast. And Res HD on the 360, I mean, it's fantastic. It's the same game. It, this never really had, like, all these amazing amazing textures or anything. It was a lot of just wireframe visuals, things like that. Uh, but I still prefer it, like, on the Dreamcast PS2 just because I like the controllers more than the 360, 360 controller on that one uh, because they defaulted to the bumpers for some, for some stuff, and I just, eh. But I, I mean, I do really love it on the 360. Also, it's 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 such a great game. But I mean, I've got friends that hate the game too, so it's definitely kind of a taste thing with that one. I think so. Well, yeah. it sounds like you're going to need to get Child of Eden on the 360 with Connect because, <laughs> and you are the controller, and we know you love yourself, so you're going to love that controller. That's perfect. <laughs> I don't think I have room for Connect unless I get that Nyko thing. I don't think any of my rooms are big enough. Huh? There you go. Yeah, not doing it. Sorry. <laughs> I'll be fine with move. Your loss. Yes, it is my loss. <laughs> well, thanks. For I will have to live with that I, for the rest of my life. <laughs> I thought for sure the Connect version was the route you were going to go, so I'm glad you were able to share uh, that up. No. <laughs> we need to have Raj on the show really soon. Because yeah. next week we've got the two soccer games coming out. Pro Evolution Soccer 2012 <clears throat> and FIFA mm-hmm. 12. Both are hitting at the same time and both should get a decent amount of coverage on our site because, boy, is Raj a huge soccer fan. And he's quite excited to compare the two and talk about them. But did you see that they actually come out later in Europe? Soccer games are coming out later in Europe. Well, of course. That makes a lot of sense. Hmm. What? Well, isn't... Uh, who's Pro Evolution? Is that Konami? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's the that's what winning eleven became. Yes. Right? Exactly. Okay. Alright. Yeah, because back in the mid lifespan of the PS two, the the winning eleven games were leaps and bounds better than FIFA. They were just mm-hmm. trouncing FIFA. And, and then James Bond got couple, involved and the tables were turned. Yeah. I have a couple of those, but uh yeah, FIFA now is just it's amazing. It really, that's really, you know, Madden, you say Madden is their flagship franchise, but FIFA outsells that thing like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Because that's a world yeah. sport, unlike uh, our, our yep. funny American football. And they yeah. put a lot into that title every year. Although it was See what a little, co- little competition will do for you. NFL? Yeah, no shit. Yeah, Madden. exactly. <laughs> I was, I've been hearing that there uh, that EA actually has been having a little bit of, of a problem with that new that physics engine they're using in FIFA, like the full hit stuff. I can't remember what they call it, but uh, that they were actually having some issues with it. So I don't know if that's with the full game or they were having issues with it and they fixed it for the full game or I don't know. But I was kind of hearing some hmm. rumblings. The player impact engine. That's cleverly, what it is. Cle- cleverly named. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> That's what Lovely I'm here for. <laughs> like the shitty Beatles? <laughs> they suck. Oh, it's not just a clever name, then. 
And uh, we also are getting Eco Shadow and the Shadow of Colossus collection Sweet. next week. Damn, going to be a big week. Lots of stuff yeah. coming out. $39.99. And uh, actually looks to be one of the better HD remake releases. Gee, definitely. Looks gorgeous, and it's all in 3D. <laughs> and then last but not least, Jane's Advanced Strike Fighter, the flying game. Where the fuck did this come from? It's snuck up there in the list of 400 releases we have in the next three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the way, we're bringing a game up to <clears throat> It's insane. Yeah, oh, can't forget, PSP and PS2. What? They're both, they're both getting FIFA 12. And they're both going to be priced at thirty nine ninety nine. Huzzah! So there you go. <laughs> that FIFA for the PS two will probably sell a gazillion copies. I bet you it will too. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it will. Yep. They're smart. Should put that one at fifty nine ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> What's that in pesos? It's three bottles of tequila. <laughs> tequila, senor. You want a tequila? All right. On to the news. A uh, few things this week. I don't know who put this first one on here, so whoever did can read it. All right. Well, that would be me. <laughs> <laughs> Sony Computer Entertainment announced this last week that uh, the SDKs for PlayStation Suite are being made available to developers starting this November. Finally. So this will bring PlayStation titles to the Android platform. Yeah. You would think that they would have done this when the Xperia Play came out, you know, so they could have games ready for the Xperia Play when it came out. Meh. Like seven months ago. <laughs> well, they may be going backwards, but it is coming in November. True. And the Tablet S came out this week, baby. Their new Android tablet. It's uh, getting rave reviews everywhere. And that's actually one of the comments on the on, in the thread from the, the article on our site. Ray, one of our writers, mentioned that uh, right in the thread here that he's getting a Sony tablet. So we're expecting some coverage and he's going to be bringing us some coverage here on the site real soon i wonder we'll if apple tuned. knows about this he's such a big ipad guy <laughs> should Ooh. call and let him know yeah i'm sure apple would listen real closely uh ray will look across the street see somebody in a you know mock turtleneck and he won't remember anything for the next three days <laughs> get them boys then our good pal from from australia way too easy he wrote finally some new stuff to play on my X-Play. Or finally some new stuff for my X-Play. Yeah. I, I don't understand this. I know a few people that have an Xperia Play, and it's supposedly a pretty decent uh, handset and everything, but, you know, they get these with this PlayStation certification, and, and they think that they're going to have all these PlayStation-centric games to play, and there's, like, literally, like, five titles for it, and, and they're all PS1 games. So, yeah, it's... I'd be pissed off if I had one, honestly. But they are bringing ice cream sandwich to it, so... At least they have that uh, assurance. What? Ice cream sandwiches? <laughs> it's the new code base that combines oh. everything. So now the phones will have the same OS as the tablets. Ice cream, ice cream. I like the way those developers think. Well, yeah. Yeah, you know. Devices that actually work <laughs> without having to be tethered to a computer. Genius. A specific piece of software. <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> All right, on to the next one. This is Zoom? huge Wait, fucking what? news. What? Anyway. Zune? Zune. Okay. No. <laughs> Bye, Zune, man. 
Uh, huge <sighs> news. Uh, and this came out of nowhere for a lot of people except for us because when we had the guys on from Housemark many, many months ago, they uh, they kind of teased this a little bit. Dead Nation Road of Devastation DLC has been revealed finally. Uh, the price is going to be totally right too. Like, isn't it like two ninety nine or something? It doesn't Not say sure. Here. Yeah, it doesn't say here. But uh, release is supposed to be September twenty eighth next week, yo. And uh, the screenshots we got up on the website look freaking awesome. Uh, the funny thing is, like the second shot there looks just like the first boss from uh, Super Stardust HD, kind of with the big <laughs> outstretched arm things that curve around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So awesome, awesome, awesome news, and uh, I will definitely be playing this. This sounds like a uh, sounds like an extra life thing to me. Mm. Yeah, I may have to play through this during extra life with somebody. So uh, yeah, check out the PSN uh, next week when the store updates. Hopefully, this will be there, and um, still one of the best looking downloadable games on any console, in my opinion. Sounds like it's got some interesting content too. It says it's. Uh Finds our heroes at a crossroads leading off in three different directions. Make mm. a choice for good good or bad and see how things turn out. <laughs> so it looks, looks to add a little bit more to the gameplay potentially as well. What if you want to be completely neutral? That would, that would I never work. trusted those neutral <laughs> bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I remember more lines, but I don't I don't tonight. I'm so, <laughs> so do you like to, do you just stealth past the zombies or you Maybe just pretend you're one of them. No, you just don't take a stand for either side. You just kind of just walk in the middle. Nice. <laughs> I see the zombie's <laughs> point of view, but I also see our point of view. <laughs> yeah. You got to be a sick bastard to see the zombie's point of view. Those well, filthy neutrals. Maybe you had a taste of brains earlier in your life, and you understand that they're so good and delicious. That might explain it. You never know. I've never had monkey brains, so maybe I shouldn't really talk about it until i at least try them <laughs> it's kind of like jelly is it yeah anyway wow you guys there's are just some... out of it tonight aren't you uh, yeah. yeah there's, there's some like, comments uh... this is bad <laughs> well we'll have our community carry us there's some comments on the on the story here on the site first of all stoffinator i've been looking forward to dlc for this game for a while thought we wouldn't be getting any by now maybe some of you guys will want to play this at extra life well he's hit that right in the head there glenn oh yeah Derek, or otherwise known as Beaver six six two two, said, oh, nice, oh, he- "Oh hell yeah! I don't know about the rest of you, but I'm trying to stockpile for extra life. Last year's Medal of Honor didn't cut it. Oh, yes, looking for friends to play some Dead Nation. Well, when they only had five fucking maps available for multiplayer, Medal of Honor got a little old after an hour. Master Mold says it's a day one buy." And uh, Richard Nickerson, man, he is he's on the show a lot. It's the last game I would expect DLC from, but I am looking forward to it because I love zombies. These screenshots look seri- look like serious business, and if you see them on the site, they do look amazing. Looks not, really good. Not just serious business, but serious bidness. Look at that! Look at the lighting in those images. Yeah, their lighting engine is awesome. <laughs> yep, I want it. I want it. I want it. I want it. Extra life for sure. Be ready for it, folks. So this next news story helps the wallet a little bit, unlike that huge release list that absolutely kills the wallet. But DC Universe is becoming free to play in October. Well. So for all you folks that are playing it currently, well, hey, you get to play it a lot longer and for free. Or maybe if you've been waiting to check it out, now's your chance. Or in October, late October is your chance if you want to jump on board for free. 
<laughs> well, I mean, it's it's free to play, but I'm sure uh, I'm sure they're going to nickel and dime you for DLC now. I'm like, you know, oh, I want new gloves. That'll be two dollars. <laughs> want a new hat? That's thirty cents. I well, hold on, Superman, for that S on your chest. That's four dollars. Exactly. <laughs> and then they talk about this premium level thing too, right? There's different levels. Ah, oh, see. There you go. Yeah. So now you get free, you get premium, and then there's legendary. Uh, let's see. Legendary access will be available for 15 bucks a month and includes all DLC packs at no cost. Uh, more than 15 character slots, more than 80 inventory slots, and the ability to form unrestricted-sized leagues and many other benefits. So, yeah, see, the first, League. The, the first taste is free, or a little bit more than a taste, I'd say, because of the, the size of the game, but... Uh, yeah. I mean, it's still cool. It's very smart of them, I think, because you're going to get these people in to play this game for free for a long time. And if they want to go above a certain level, then they got to start paying, but they can make that choice. It's definitely going to give them more playability than a simple demo. No, well, did you see what free people can do? Free people have the ability to purchase downloadable game packs and updates. <laughs> they finally added that function. Wow. <laughs> and additional cow- character slots and powers. Yeah. <laughs> but you see a lot of MMOs kind of doing this last couple of years. Well, yeah. And that's the way they should be doing it because like somebody like me, I might actually pick this up now. I wasn't going to pick it up when you had to pay a monthly fee. I- I'm not going to play this enough to warrant, you know, to justify a monthly fee. It's, not for me. See, I want to pick it up just for the uh, Batman figure, like Dick Face over there got. <laughs> for 30 bucks or something. Totally good deal on it. Dick. I saw a couple more of those the other day. I got clearance, but they were 70 bucks this time. Uh, that doesn't sound like clearance at all. Not, no, it doesn't. Especially when I saw one for 50. Well, we've got all the information on our site, and there's also information at dcuniverseonline.com slash free. Freeze in quotes. Free, free, free. Yeah, <laughs> kind of free. Sort, sort of free. <laughs> well, part of it's free. Well, last week, Glenn, you announced on the show that you were planning on picking up a Vita from Japan, and now you are going to be a little bit happier about that based on this news. Oh, my God, did we get the tweets and the emails? <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. People pay attention. Aw. <laughs> At least five. <laughs> Josh and I don't, but the listeners do. Well, that's obvious. So. Well, I'm the one that tweeted it. Uh, no, you're one of the people that tweeted it. Oh, I tweeted it to you long before anybody <laughs> else. No, because somebody tweeted it to you and to me at the same time. No. Yells. No. Why don't you go ask the cricket? Cricket, don't lie. <laughs> cricket, don't give a shit. Cricket's all of a sudden really silent. Yeah, he is. See, he's he's calling you on your bullshit. Yeah, that rabbit out there ate him. Ah, maybe. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) So what were we talking about? (laughs) Twitter and crickets. Do do we even say what the news is yet, or are we still arguing over who tweeted it Region free. There you go. Yay! (laughs) But, I mean, there's there's still some unanswered questions. You know, is it going to be able to handle more than one PSN account? Uh, is it going to be tied to one PS3? Which I doubt. You know, a lot of the, a lot of stuff out there. I don't know if you saw the video, but they actually showed uh, remote play playing PS3 games. They showed it playing Killzone Three. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So pretty interesting that they're still gonna. I didn't. I didn't really know what they were gonna do with the remote play because really not very many games supported on PSP. But I'm wondering maybe now that the hardware is as beefed up as it is, that it actually handles it well now. And that all the controls are there. That well, was the biggest too. problem. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I want to play. I want to play Killzone Two on my PSP. Oh wait. Oh crap. <laughs> I'll just strafe a lot. That's okay. Yeah, pretty badass that it's uh, region-free. I'm very, very happy to hear that. <clears throat> I'm, just, I, I'm still curious. I mean, they're, obviously they're talking about region-free with the cards, but you still, I mean, they're, they're still trying to push this as being a downloadable system. So am I going to be able to have my Japanese account and my U.S. account on at the same time, like on my PS3, so if I download a game from my Japanese account, I can play it on my, on my American account, that kind of thing. That's what I'm really, My first really guess would be no. Yeah, You're just going to be able too. to get the cards, and that's it. You and the, import and the, the cards. The worst part about it is, and I'm 50-50 in this right now, but some retailers, I think like Amazon and I think Best Buy, and there was like one other one out there, are actually showing a U.S. release date already, and it's like a week after it comes out in Japan or two weeks after it comes out in Japan. <laughs> Personally, I don't believe that. I don't believe no. it at all. I think it's a placeholder. Uh, no I, I think it's going to hit in March because that's kind of when the PSP hit, I believe. It was. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably what's going to happen. But, you know, that that doubt comes in and you're like, oh, God, because all the money I'm going to be spending, i got to buy a memory card right away because it doesn't have any really any internal memory. i got to get – there's like seven games I want right away. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to have to get a, a second job. <sighs> Start sending out Christmas cards now. This Merry Christmas, because you ain't getting shit. Yeah, Love this, Glenn. Is, this is really going to hurt. Yeah. <sighs> Anything else on here we need to talk about besides the fact that on September 29th, Subway in the U.S. will be offering the Uncharted stuff, and uh, you can get a voucher code from a bunch of different ways at Subway uh, for multiplayer skins and everything else, and I believe, is it October 1st? The complete competitive multiplayer hits for download. Yes. And anything God, you earn in there transfers over to the real game when it comes out November 1st. That's yes. like next week. End of next week. Beginning oh. of the following week is the first. That's awesome. How awesome is that? Yeah. Well, bye-bye free time. <laughs> As if this new release list wasn't enough. Yeah, no Jeez. shit. Damn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, looking through the rest of the stuff, eh, nothing really big. Nothing big. Josh, There's the Josh added something there, so it's important to him. I didn't add that. I added it. You didn't? Oh. <laughs> and he's ignoring then why, it. Then why I are you saying not. it's not important? That's pretty big. No, I actually think this is huge. I mean, when we got the uh, the press release, I f- kind of flipped out. I was surprised. Uh, probably the, one of the bigger shocks of the week, uh, THQ announced a partnership with Crytek, the makers of the Cry, uh, the, uh, the Crisis games, uh, to do Home Homefront Two. Wow! So they're they're yeah. still I, I, number one. I can't believe they're they're actually going to comp- continue the series. I mean, the game really wasn't received all that well, and I don't think it did that well either. But uh, I think it's a great concept. But holy crap! I mean, obviously this is probably going to be made with their engine, which is just a fantastic engine. Uh, personally, I still worry a little bit about the storytelling aspect of it because I don't think the stories in the Crisis games have always been like you know triple A. But I mean, I, this is huge news. Yeah. Well, obviously, the first one sold well enough 
that they're yeah. going to push it as, or they're going to try to push it as a full fledged franchise with sequels and everything. Right. The question is, who's going to write it? You know, if well, that's, it's, that's yeah, that's that's the crux of it right there. Yeah, if the Crytek team is writing it, then yeah, it could be iffy. But if they hire an outside writer to actually come in, see, I think that was part of the problem with the first one. They had a writer, and I just, I, I don't think they meshed it all together very well. They, they had somebody. I, I don't think that person really was good with writing video games. Well, it was the guy that wrote Red Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, he's writing, you know, he's expecting movies and set pieces and things like that. And it, it just didn't work in the game. It it was a great concept, and I was really excited for it. But the the, the whole thing just did not work. <laughs> yes, you were, Josh. Well, another we're going big to part see of the problem right was... Fucking now. They had all those they had all those collectibles all over the place. Yeah. But you know, like I said, you'd go into an area, you'd be fighting like mad, and I'm running around trying to pick up the collectibles while I'm fighting cuz I know they're there and I'm afraid this is going to end, it'll go to a cutscene and I've lost them. Yeah. And I end up killing everybody and then the whole thing just stops dead. Like, there's nobody around, there's no response, there's no nothing. And then I'm like, oh, now I can wander around and pick shit up? Oh, okay. Oh and I pick everything up, and I've got somebody saying, hey, come over here. Hey. I wanna. I wanna hey, go look for stuff here. for five hours. Fuck you. Well, when you finally go over there, then the next thing gets triggered, and suddenly it's all out war again. Yeah. You know, it just, it wasn't put together all that well. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they you hear that from a lot of people. There. Although, I will say this. Uh, we've had a couple people. I know Hana was one of them, but a couple of different people have messaged us saying uh, to try out the, the multiplayer again if you ever get a chance. Because apparently they yeah. patched it up really well. And the multiplayer has actually become something pretty pretty well done now. So, yeah. yeah who knows? We have to look for a cheap copy. So, that's the news. How about we get to what we're playing? Joel? Cool. Sure. All right. I played some more Costume Quest. Still working my way through that one. Cool. And, of course, it's a it's an RPG, so can't expect me to be playing a lot of it. Just playing a, some, some of it. Uh, someday but, you'll learn the art of the hunker. <laughs> but, actually, it's it's a really good time, and I will probably continue it, as it's definitely a nice Halloween-y game as I'm leading up towards that holiday. Working more on my Resistance Three campaign. Didn't play as much as that as, as I hoped I would, so I'm not just I'm just a couple hours in probably, okay. but thoroughly enjoying it, and hopefully I'll get more time with it this weekend, which looks like I will. Nice. I started playing Resident Evil Four, the HD remake on the PS3, and uh, let me be the first to say that I'm slightly disappointed by it. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, for one, and I don't know why I expected this. I, I just sort of assumed. But there are no move controls. Uh, so, well, that makes sense because they really... It was just more of an up HD upconvert. It wasn't adding move controls or anything, I didn't think. But there were Wii controls at one point. Yeah, yeah but there the were Wii never... The version a couple of years ago had that but, already at, implemented, so I figured they would just... Well, How yeah, cool but, it would be to have the move precision 
in that control mechanic for RE4. So sure. disappointingly, though, it's not included. And I understand. There's in, yeah. there's Before the Wii version, there were people playing Resident Evil 4 on other platforms with just a controller, so it's not completely unheard of, I suppose. I guess it's not, like, shocking, but I'm disappointed. Yeah. thought it would be there, especially for the, the price they're charging. Yeah, a lot of people bucks? thought it would be there. Yeah. And there's no real... Exp- I mean, there's no... It doesn't really say that it doesn't have it. <laughs> it doesn't say that it does. I just, I just assumed. No, it poor, doesn't. It poor doesn't assumption. because when you start the game, it would have that splash screen about move controls and smacking a guy in the <laughs> face and knocking over a lamp and yeah. and hitting your cat and yeah. uh, creating a tornado. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Plus the the HDification, the new word I just made up. It's not all that ex- that exciting. It, it looks a little sharper than what it would have looked like previously. Uh, but now that it's in the HD, it's not like the God of War, like you mentioned earlier, which is amazing in HD. And they obviously went back and tweaked it a little bit. It's not like they just copied and pasted it over here. This one literally looks like a copy and a paste. I don't know. Did you play the? Did you play it on the PS2 or Wii recently? Uh, I played the, the GameCube version first. And then I played the PS2 version later on. I... I didn't play the Wii version. That's why I was No, but I'm saying like like within the past couple of weeks. <laughs> I mean <laughs> No, no. It's a lot that, smoother. It's smoother. It just it's doesn't much it's, smoother. It's not the H D upgrade that a game like God of War has making that transition. Nowhere near to me. And some of the screens, especially the, the dialogue screens, looked fuzzy and didn't look upgraded at all. While well, the in-game the in-game scenes looked much better. Yeah, that sounds like it's more of an upconvert than it was a full HD remake, like like some of the stuff we're seeing from Sony. It looks better. It's just not what I expected. Twenty bucks since is I've, pretty high, though. Since I've already played it but, before on the other platforms, it's you know I don't think I'll be spending more time with it here. Yeah, it's ten for PlayStation Plus, which is pretty sweet. That is a good deal. Yeah. And Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3, the PS1 versions, are free to PlayStation Plus users as well this week. That's nice. We've got Code <laughs> Veronica coming out soon, and obviously 5's already there, so you'll have literally the whole franchise available on the platform, which is nice. It's too bad that I hate that series. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I, I have not think found I'm a Resident a, Evil game yet that I've liked to play. I think I'm a bigger fan of like 1 and 2 than <sighs> I am of, of the newer ones. I really like those, though. Nowadays, you go back at them, and they're pretty awful. Yeah, I can never get used to the controls on those things. For their time, though, they're pretty damn good. That's the hard thing. The controls are just such a pain in the ass, and that's... I had a hard time with that with 4. I was playing that over the weekend, and it's just... uh, The controls are such a pain in the ass. That's why I was was really bummed. I was like, no move? Aww. Oh, I bought uh, five and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of PlayStation Plus and deals, I went and picked up Star Wars Battlefront 2 for the PSP. Nice. So I figured I'd take advantage of that really good Star Wars deal. And hey, I was watching a Blu ray, so I was all in the Star Wars mood. <laughs> Star Wars Battlefront 2 on the PSP so far isn't what I thought it would be. Mm. I like the first Battlefront a little bit better. It seemed you could. I don't know. It seemed a little more free roam than this one. This one had some silly little missions and stuff at the beginning that basically have you chasing down different creatures and shooting them all. 
not what I not what I recalled with with the other Battlefront, which is like this full scale war where you can jump between characters, jump in different vehicles, go all over the damn place. It's more like a like a Warhawk almost with Star Wars characters. You know, just can do a million different things. Well, this, you, I mean, the first Battlefront, it was literally Battlefield. It's the same formula as Battlefield. It just had Star Wars stuff in it. Works for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, Warhawk's very similar to Battlefield too. So. Yeah, well, I'm gonna keep. I'll keep playing it. Maybe it'll open up a little bit more free roam once once I get further in. But I think it was like two ninety nine or three ninety nine. I forget the price. It was really really cheap. Hmm. Can't go wrong. For, can't go wrong. Two fifty, I think. Hell of a deal. It was just half yeah, off definitely. of five bucks. That's crazy. Yeah, and then they had a couple other ones. I think we mentioned those last week. This, I don't know. I chose Battlefront two, and I figured it might be a fun game to dig in at Extra Life a little bit. Hopefully. Well, plus you're not taking much of a gamble at two fifty. No, yeah. I'm not. And I still have another 250 left to pick something else out with my <laughs> f- $5 fund ad. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Nice! So then on the 360, I played some more Radiant Silver Gun, which we talked a little bit about last week. Indeed. That game is hard as balls, but a good time. It's obviously a classic shmup. And I like the shooting mechanic. Basically, every, every button is a different sort of ammo or different weapon. And there's great strategy in which weapons you use in which situations sort of the redo is fantastic looks awesome yeah it's like i said if you're a gamer you need to pick this up on 360 if you have one it is superb i went and got a 20 dollar or what no what is it 1600 moon bucks or whatever oh yeah, yeah. went and got a card for that because i don't have my credit card on there after it got hacked um <laughs> yeah i haven't had to spend money on the on xbox live arcade for i don't know how long damn you radiant silver gun <laughs> Too fucking hard. It's oh, it brutal. is. It's brutal. Yeah. It's bliss, but it's brutal. <laughs> as long as you enjoy getting your ass kicked, you know it's it's which I do. It's Works like eating well. a decadent dessert while being punched in the balls. <laughs> Damn, that's so good like dessert. My nightly dinner, great. <laughs> With the cricket. Yes. <laughs> And uh, speaking of points cards, a bunch of people are running out to upgrade or renew their subscriptions to Xbox Live. For all those folks that have let it lapse, Cures of War 3 came out, and everybody we're trying to get online to play with us is pretty much saying that. Well, crap, my 360 gold account expired, and i got to go get a new card. <laughs> For all those people that have jumped off, they're jumping back on. Gears of War 3 is, is fantastic. I'm very, I'm very impressed with it. I like Gears of War. You know, I realize it's not for everybody. And it still has some of the same goofy things like meandering space marines, although they seem a little faster, which I like. They're not as lumbering and slow as they were previously. Really? Yeah. And then you have the, you know, the silly dialogue with DiMaggio or Bender, you know, the exaggerated, get over here. (laughs) Wait, he's one of the voices in it? Yeah. Yeah. He's the main character. He's Marcus Phoenix. Yeah. I didn't know He's always been the main character. Well, if you listen really close, thinking about it, you can sort of hear some of you the can hear some, some of the inflections from Bender in that character. Well, he uses cool. that voice or or variations on that voice in Futurama for side characters a lot. Mm-hmm. So he actually says, "Bite my shiny metal ass." That's awesome. Not yet, but I only oh. finished the first act, so we'll have to see if that comes up later on. <laughs> well, he is wearing a big shiny. Metal space box on his chest. That's right. And he's yeah. got he's got biceps that are bigger than bigger than his chest, which is interesting. 
very exaggerated characters. But this time around, it's four-player campaign co-op, which is really cool. And it runs very smooth. Mm. I got together and played it with Bill, one of our writers, and Staffinator, friend of the show, jumped on with us for a while. And then I had a, a random guy. Couldn't figure out a way to get a private match or a private campaign going. It, it seemed, and maybe if I dig in, look a little closer, it seemed like you could only play in a public match. It's probably DLC. W- <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I hope not. I would have preferred to be able to lock it down and say, you know, I just want me and my buddies, and if a fourth doesn't join, so be it. You know, but they had it had it wide open. Accidentally hit a button on my uh, right when I was trying to figure out how to set up a match or get a, get a game going and get Bill Bill in there. I hit my X button and it effectively sent an invite out to everybody on my friends list playing Gears of War, which of course was like thirty people. Mm. <laughs> nice. So I, I I couldn't like send them all a message back like uh sorry that wasn't sorry, intended. Dudes. <laughs> but fortunately, Staffnator jumped in off of that, so that it worked out rather well. I, I thought for sure I'd get like a bunch of people, and I can only have four. I'm sorry for inviting 30, but I can only have four. <laughs> Man, you're a big tease. I know. Eh? But everybody was so into it, nobody really jumped over. Everybody's playing campaigns and multiplayer. Sure. There's a new uh, enemy variant in this one. They, this, I don't know. Different enemies, bigger enemies. Campaign seems longer the story is actually a little bit better believe it or not wouldn't mm. say it's good but it's better it had some nice little humor parts in it but pleasantly surprised it's not more of the same it's actually a refinement on the last two and a very well polished gears of war cool yeah then uh over the weekend i watched a couple movies i finally 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 and i bought this day one so this is so embarrassing <laughs> a, a serious man the cone brothers movie that came out like a year and a half ago <laughs> oh Actually, I was interested in that one. Very good. It's not your typical Coen Brothers movie. It's actually quite different. My wife and I were talking about it. It's almost like their straight story. Yeah. I don't know. Like David Lynch had his straight story, only he called it straight story. Right, right, but, right. Yeah, this is... Uh, well, they call this a serious man, so there you go. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't have any of the, the usual Cohen cast. It had a completely different people, a really good cast. It's got a nice little twist ending. Good flick but just very different from Coen Brothers. Very cool. Yeah, I wanted to see that one. And then uh, watch Thor with the wife. Nice. I had, to, I had to, okay, here's the deal. She wouldn't watch it. She's like, I don't care. I'm not interested. I'm like, it's not going to be that bad. she saw Thor and went, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Joel, why don't you go upstairs to the kitchen for a little while? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she's like, it's my turn to watch a movie. I'm picking. So she picks a serious man. I make sure we eat dinner early. We get everything done. That we start that movie at like six. You know, get it out of the way real quick. You know, then I just offer up a big bowl of popcorn. And later on, like, well, we can watch another movie. And of course, by that point, I get I get what I want. We're watching Thor, so we watch. This is ultimately what I wanted to watch. Did you get it in three D? I did. We didn't watch it in three D though, because we had watched a movie before that, and our eyes were kind of tired. Oh uh, yeah, it is but, superb in three D, dude. Is it? I can't wait to. I did buy the three yeah. D version, so I do plan on definitely checking it out. Because when we saw it in the theater, I saw it with you guys, and that was the 2D version. <laughs> so, Except for the ending. <laughs> the ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you stay for the ending this time? <clears throat> no. But she she liked it a lot. She was actually pleasantly surprised and said it's better than she thought it would be, and I think the fact that we there's some big-name actors in it helped. Yeah. I think the fact that he's in his muscly shirt and he's walking around without a shirt at one point, that, <laughs> that helped. Covered and... <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that didn't hurt. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it was shot in 3D, and I I didn't see it in 3D either. You know, we all saw it in L.A., and 
Uh, I saw I, them 3D before that. Blah, 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 blah. blah. <laughs> always city, always blah, the blah. coolest. <laughs> <laughs> yep. um, no, it looks it looks fantastic because it's shot in 3D, number one. But, um, you know, some of the movies I watch, I get kind of that, that weird ghosting effect, and I got none of that in this one. Uh, the other thing, I'm really happy with the trend that when you buy a Blu-ray, a 3D Blu-ray, it also comes with the 2D version. That's yeah. nice. So I like that, too. That. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 3D, 2D, DVD, and digital, digital copy. copy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great because, you know, sometimes you just don't want to do anything in 3D. You just want to watch the movie and, like, maybe work on your laptop. And when you got those glasses on, it's kind of hard to work on your laptop. So very happy that, you know, that that's the trend, even though you got to pay a little bit more. But uh, Best Buy had it on sale this week, so I got... I got the 3D version for the same price as the 2D. Really? Yeah, that seems to be the thing. If you buy it right away, obviously, yeah. you get yeah. a really good deal on it. That's what I did last week. I think I got it for like 29 bucks. Yeah. I think for the 3D, the, the Blu-ray, the the DVD, the UMD, the digital, and the data disc. <laughs> I think mine came with a VHS as well. well mine's got the Betamax. I was going to ah, go with the VHS. Special version, edition. But, yeah. Nice. So that was it. All right, pretty good. Pretty good week for gaming. I'm gonna make Josh go last. Ha ha, Dick. That's right. You and your cricket can figure it all out. Uh, so I didn't get to play a lot last week because I had a, a really big wedding. Kind of my pseudo family, uh, my best friend's uh, family that I've known for years. Uh, uh, his his sister got married, and and it was an all weekend thing. But uh, to get my hands on a few things, played some more Skydrift. Uh, this game is fantastic. It's a must-buy. You need to buy it. Seriously. It is an absolute blast. It's kind of a serious Mario Kart, but you're flying planes. And I honestly do not have a complaint about it whatsoever. Multiplayer is great. Single player is great. Graphics are great. Visuals are great. It is, it is fantastic. Uh, another one we'll be talking about later, uh, Renegade Ops from uh, Avalanche Studios. I think they made this game called Just Cause 2, if I remember right. Not sure. I think so. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> uh, also I don't know radio- much about that game, though. Uh, well, I know you played it for like a half an hour or something. You borrowed it from a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, played some more Radiant Silver Gun, obviously, uh, that we talked about already. <clears throat> and then I dug in. I-, I played around with this at a friend's house, but I never downloaded it on my 360. But I had the 360 on for once this year, so I figured, let's check it out. I grabbed the uh, the game room. For 360, it's the you know the arcade oh, yeah. thing where yeah. you get all the. Well, yep. number one, uh, it's like 75 percent Atari 2600 games. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I own all of those games, and I have an Atari 2600 <laughs> hooked up. I, yeah. But there's a bunch of actual arcade games, like old old arcade games, Indeed. on there, which is cool. And I played a bunch of the demos, which is really cool because they basically give you a free play on them. And uh, there's, a, there's a couple of my favorite all-time games in there, uh, one being Red Baron, which is Ooh. an Atari mm, wireframe yeah. game. Uh, there used to be a place in Kansas City off of um, uh, 79th Street called Malibu uh, Go-Karts. It, was, it used to be a chain, and it's gone. Uh, it, it was like a, it was a book at a pebble for a while, and now they, the, like, the highway goes right through there now. But used to go there all the time. It was a very big arcade, and they had a Red Baron sit-down cabinet, and I played it any time I ever got a chance, and it's just one of my favorite games ever. It's a joystick and one button. Uh, it plays really well on the 360 controller because there's not much to it, and I think I actually racked up a really, really high score, but I, I was on a demo, so it didn't save it. 
Also, Battle Zones on there, which is pretty cool. Uses the dual sticks, which I was happy about. Uh, played um, a few other ones on there, a few other arcade ones. I think some of them on there are just ridiculous to have on there, though. Especially the trackball games. Centipede, Millipede, Missile Command. Well, the the Intellivision games are Intellivision yeah. games have never ever translated to any console or no. even PC because of that controller. Well, you just cannot do it right. PC it did a little bit because you have a numpad you can at least keep your fingers around. But the thing is with the Intellivision controller, for people that don't know, uh, it was this big disc for a joystick, and then there was a, a button on each side of the controller, and you would just like kind of use your thumb and your finger on it. But then on the bottom of it was this huge numpad. And it was actually used for a lot of the games. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I see that. You know, the PS2 Intellivision Lives came out and <clears throat> all the other ones. It, it never made any sense to me because there's no numpad to use. Uh, PC, it does work. I mean, it's obviously not right there, but it does work. But, yeah, I didn't play any of those because I thought it was kind of ridiculous. Uh, but one of my favorite 2600 games of all time, even though I own it, I own like two copies of it, I think. I had to play some Hero. Mm-hmm. Activision game, it's just awesome. So play that quick. Uh, I I do love what they did with it though. It's it's there was so much potential with this because you could have like characters from all these games kind of walking around the arcade. So I had the the Red Baron plane flying around, and I had the Keystone Cop from Keystone Capers walking around, and like all this cool shit. And I'm like, man, this is so cool. But then you look at the game packs, and it, it's so not compelling. Besides a few yeah. games, I mean, there's some there's some decent stuff there. Don't get me wrong, but I don't need three different versions of Asteroids. I don't need Asteroids from the arcade, Asteroids Deluxe from the arcade, but then Asteroids from the twenty six hundred. I just don't need them all. Yars Revenge, I'm good with that. But I don't know. It, it just had so much potential. But I think they're the way that they did it is wrong. I mean, downloading all those game packs. Number one, uh, there's like thirteen game packs, and you have to download them all. You don't even know what's on them. Uh, you go to the different arcade machines and sometimes you can't even see what the game is and it doesn't show you, like it doesn't have a little display to show you what the game is. So then you have to hit the button to go to the game, which loads up for a good minute and then you see it's something that you don't want to play. You're like, oh crap. And then you back out and you go to the next game, go to the next game. So, I mean, just roaming around, it could have been done a lot better. Uh, I think there's some really cool stuff, but I... I don't see myself ever messing with it really again. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they had a couple of really cool games in there, though. I'd definitely like to get uh, Red Baron and Battlezone, for sure. Yeah, I, didn't realize, well, I, re- I didn't realize Red Baron was in there. It's been a while since I went in there. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's perfect, was, too. That was in there early on, because I, I saw that, but I grabbed Lunar Lander instead. Ooh, that's another good one. Because oh, yeah, I used Lunar to love in there. that one. Yeah, oh, I mean, there, there's some really good. That was a quarter eater, man. That yeah. was that was just brutal. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, really, all they have is it seems like all they have is really Atari for arcade machines. Atari, Konami. Um, they have Twinbee in there now. Uh, Twinbee Di- Daisetsu, which is oh, a wow. fantastic game. Yeah, yeah. That's actually one I was thinking about. I'm like, yeah, I might have to buy that one. Um, I mean, there's but there's just there's a lot of crap in there too, and that's the problem. I was hoping maybe I'd find the original elevator action, or you know, like uh, no, no, it's it's very incomplete. I mean, you would think that if they're going to do this, they're going to try to get some real classics out of it, and there's some in there that nobody wanted to play even when they were in the arcades. 
That's the problem. Well, that was the thing. It was a good idea. It was just really poorly implemented. Yeah. And they they had built it up like you were going to walk into this big virtual arcade and you'd have all your friends and you'd all be walking around together and doing all this and doing all, but yeah. no it's not like that you're in your own little isolated space and you can see everybody else's avatar but that's not really them it's just fake ghost avatars of them wandering around just to make it fill out your little arcade and i think you know they signed up a couple companies and the deal was okay we'll put in all your stuff you know we're signing you up and as part of it we're going to get your whole catalog and we promise to do this this and this and that's why you end up with a lot of those crap games in there Uh, yeah i don't know i I just i I think the crap outweighs the good stuff i mean the atari things the only good ones in there are activision you can get an activision pack for some of the uh, newer systems yeah so just it's 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 Disappointing. I was expecting more out of it. I really like what they did with it. Like the design and just the ambiance. You can turn on all that ambient, uh, ambient, ambient sound. And uh, it's really neat. I just, I wanted yeah. something different from it. I was going to mention yeah. that. The, the ambient noise in there. I like that a lot. Because yeah. it's those little beeps and bloops from the arcade machines back in the day. Although you can repli- just get a recording they replicate it really Perry. well. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> If you're like the dude and Big Lebowski laying there listening to an audio cassette of bowling. <laughs> let me just get, let me get like the bleeps and bloops just going on a loop. I'll just sit there and, ah, yes. I think that's what really killed the thing, though. And they had built it up to be something that it really wasn't when it finally launched. And everybody yeah. was expecting something more, and they got in there. And, you know, those, like you said, those game packs are just a pain in the ass. Yeah. You just... You can't just go in and pick a game. You have to download packs and packs and packs. Like, when I initially went in there, none of it made any sense to me. I walked in. I'm like, well, where's the games? What do I do? How do I do this? Where? What? It took me about an hour to figure all that shit out. Yeah, and it shouldn't be that hard. For, For casual games, which is what these are supposed to be, you know, they're pushing them as a simple thing. Very cheap. You can play it for the, your virtual. You get so many virtual quarters that you can play a couple free tries on them and everything. Yeah. But they make it so difficult just to get it going in the first place. Yeah, it, it's just such a missed opportunity. It was a great idea, but just a missed opportunity. And also, one complaint that I know was coming up around the time they launched this thing, but it has to be said again. Time Pilot. I own that on Xbox Live Arcade. I have to rebuy it for the arcade for the yeah the game room there and were a lot of games like that yeah i i saw a few that i'm like wait a second i have that on i have that on xbox live arcade already don't i yeah, yeah so, centipede I mean, and millipede were there well i would never buy those without a trackball anyway yeah but i mean that's that's the type of thing centipede and millipede i think asteroids deluxe might have been in there i forget yep. what else asteroids deluxe is on there i mean battle zone i think is on xbox live arcade yeah, 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 it is. I'm pretty sure it yeah. is. Yeah. So, I mean, that it was that, and uh, there was one other arcade game uh, that I really liked in there, but I don't remember what it is. I lost it, but I don't know. I mean, it was neat, and uh, I, I really do hope someday that they figure out how to do that kind of thing in home without taking you out of the experience. Because I know, you know, with, with the Namco uh, Museum, that you can kind of put that stuff in home as well, but it takes you out of the out of the experience as well and 
So hopefully somebody, someday somebody will figure it out, like be able to have a big arcade and just be able to walk up to the stuff. And if you don't own the game, you can buy it, and it's right there, you know? Yeah. Or yeah, bring back big arcades. I'd prefer that. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's going to happen, though. No. Nah. I, miss, I miss having local arcades. Yeah, like me 10, too. 10, 15 years ago, well, maybe even 20 years ago now. They're, they were everywhere. Yeah. It was like four or five within a couple miles. Now there's none. Yeah. Aladdin's Castle served me a lot of time, and um, Fun Factory in Kansas City always served a lot of time, too. And they're all gone. The, there's a Marty's Pizza. It's my favorite pizza place here in town. And they actually have a couple arcade machines in there still. Nice. And they're, they're the same ones that have been there since forever. <laughs> Space and Invaders and Tapper. It's actually one of them is The Simpsons, Ooh. which is really cool. But it's, it's just so stained. The yeah. screen is. It's just from sitting there and people smoking around it back when you could smoke in restaurants. <laughs> smoking, huh? Mm-hmm. You need an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, you can't smoke there anymore. But back in the day, man, apparently you could because it's got the yellow tint to it. <laughs> God dang it. What was the other game I was going to talk about? And I don't remember anymore. It's one of my, it, it's a very favorite of mine, too. Shit. I can't think of it. Well, anyway. Uh, and then uh, finally got to play and get my hands on for quite a bit Elevator Action Deluxe. <laughs> it's fucking awesome, isn't it? Oh my god, <laughs> it's not even that look good looking of a game, but oh my god, is it awesome? Yeah, I love it. it I I was playing it and my I had a big smile on my face. I'm like, this is so great. And then I went into the menu. I'm like, oh, there's the original. I went and played that and turned the volume down because the music's so bad. And uh, just played the original for a long time. Went back to deluxe and played it some more and. It's so good. It's such great tight control, and the new stuff they put in it is awesome. And mm-hmm. it's so good. I love it. I love it. Yeah. You know what we need now with all these remakes. Now we got Burger Burger Time coming out. We got Elevator Action. Some other remakes. Where the fuck is Boom Patrol? Mm, yeah. Huh? Come on. Oh, that was the game I want to talk about in game room. Tutankhamen. Common. That on my oh, yeah. that was one of my favorite Atari 2600 games. Yeah, the arcade one <laughs> where the right stick only went right and left because that, that was how you shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. we had a little tiny arcade called the Little Arcade, actually, uh, in North Fond Lake where I lived, and they had about uh, probably about 20, 30 games, but that was one of the, the centerpieces was Tutankhamen. So, yeah, I may have to get that. Damn it. Anyway. So yeah, Elevator Action Deluxe though, man, if you like classic games like that, this is one of the best. It's it's not a huge upgrade visually or anything else, but it's good enough. And what's what really counts is the gameplay and the gameplay is there. And also the fact that it's got four player co op, which I haven't even tried yet. Uh you gotta try that out. It's so awesome. Uh and then I haven't been on the Japanese store for a long time, so I got on there and started tooling around and holy balls do they have a lot of videos from TGS, including 39 different demo videos for the Vita. Uh, like little trailers or gameplay videos, and every one of them they had like one of the Japanese booth babes come on and talk about it for a minute. So they're just sitting there talking away. I'm like, oh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, where's the game? So uh, very cool. Uh, I know PSN Stores has them all posted already on YouTube, so I'm not going to go through the, the trouble, but uh, there's some really cool stuff coming up for the Vita, man. I mean... I think launch titles alone, I want like seven or eight of them. Oh, God, this is going to be expensive. Uh, and then uh, watch, like I said, Thor 3 in 3D I watched. Uh, I finished Mad Men completely up to you know the end of the fourth season, and I am now two episodes into Breaking Bad. I started that up, so uh, not 
haven't really seen enough to judge it yet, but uh, everybody on the, on Twitter is like, you're going to love it. It's better than Mad Men. Blah, 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 blah. So prove me wrong, children. Prove me wrong. I hate that better than Mad Men argument. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Just because, it, say just because it's on. newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> it's because it's on the same channel. You don't have to compare the two. No, they're not. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, they are. No. Yeah, they're both. No, 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 no. They're, is it? Isn't isn't Breaking Bad on AMC? AMC yeah. yeah. Oh, they are both. Yeah. See, this is the problem with Netflix. You just you forget where like where this stuff is. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like Brian Cranston though. I think he's awesome. So, I'm I'm in at least that far. Although his wife's kind of a bitch. Anyway. Uh, so that's it for me. That's that's uh, that's it. On to Josh. Hmm. 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 Well, on the retro tip, since we were talking about it, I I pulled out Taito Legends 2. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you know, awesome. I have that sitting on a shelf right now. I, I pulled it out of the closet, and I didn't uh, didn't get a chance to play with it. Yeah, I had to play Kicks, <laughs> which Kicks. that's one of my favorites. Yeah, the Jaguar uh, classic. You know, there's a there's a game on the PSN this week. I forget the name of it. Oh but yeah, I saw the. I looked at the preview for it, and it looks like an updated 3D kicks. Yeah, like you're on a cube. I know what you're talking about. Doing the exact same thing, and it looks pretty awesome. I'll look around for it while you talk. Yeah, so did that. I had to play the elevator action to the elevator action returns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I was saying, you know, they needed a good sequel, a good proper sequel. Not it's not like that, that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that good. <laughs> it's not as good as the new one, but it's it's no. it's in between. It's a perfect it's, perfect complement, right in between them both. It hit that late eighties, early nineties. Ooh, this is the way we're doing games now with these types of characters and this graphic style. So let's do that with elevator action. Yeah, it kind of looks like Final Fight, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it just nah, not that good. And I forgot Wild Western was on there, and that was a game that I remember seeing in the arcades. I never, I don't think I ever actually played it in the arcades. Mm-hmm. But that's the one. It's a top-down. There's like a train going from the bottom to the top in the middle of the screen and you are uh, like a sheriff on a horse and the bad guys are coming in on all their horses on the other side of the train and you have to shoot them all and if they get onto the train you have to knock them off the train. Basically protect the train is, is the whole idea of the game. Uh, it's relatively simplistic but it is tough. I mean, it's an old arcade game. It's Of course, it's going to be tough like that. But really neat. I just hadn't seen it in so long, and I forgot all about it. And when I saw the screen for it, I was like, oh, crap, that's right. Well, Western. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I played that I played that for a while, actually. A good hour or two. By the way, the game you were talking about was Cubix HD. Yes. yes. Cubix HD. Looks cool. It looks exactly like it looks like the. It looks like you know, kicks in 3D, but it's got a seven-player yeah. deathmatch. It looks like the Pac-Man CE of kicks. <laughs> Actually, that's how they're selling it right here. 
Pac-Man <laughs> CE of kicks right there. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I did some Scribble Shooter. Yay. Nice. I'm still loving that game. And I've been playing more Tiger Woods again. Um, I don't know why. I just need that. <laughs> I I like Tiger Woods. I've always liked the golf games. I've always, yeah. from way back to PGA Tour on the Genesis, I've always bought those PGA games, and then they turned into Tiger Woods. And I do, I love the game. So, yeah, I'm working through my career very slowly. Uh, one night not at playing a time. some courses because you have to pay for them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, back in that in those days, I was playing Links on the PC. I didn't even mess with the consoles. Well, the PGA Tour when they brought them out on the PC, they actually had separate discs to buy that were courses. Well, Links had the same thing. They yeah, had, uh, three courses per disc, I believe. Yeah. And I've been playing the crap out of NHL 12. What? Yep. Not quite enough. Not ready to do a review yet. I haven't gotten any online stuff in. I still have several modes to get through. It is an excellent upgrade so far. There's, you know, all the changes. (laughs) They sent (laughs) a review guide. It's like a book. Yeah. It's like 17 or 18 pages. Oh, my God. Of all the changes that they made. <laughs> and I just, wow. I'm reading through it going, uh, uh what? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, when you play the game, uh, you don't notice a lot of it. You really don't, which is probably why they put together that whole book, because they were like, look, we did a lot here and we need to let people know because a lot of it's subtle and you probably wouldn't even notice it if you didn't know that we had done it. Sure. So I'll talk about that when I do the review, but it's a very good hockey game. It's, it's a good upgrade from 11. I'll say that so far. Cool. Yeah. And I also played a crap load of dead Island. Also nothing online yet. Uh, I wanted to, well, I wanted to get used to the game. I wanted to get into it. I wanted to level up my character and yeah, tell you know, the story get you told a lay me last of the night. land. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I played for, I don't know how many hours and I was up to level seven and I had only done one mission. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I wandered <laughs> basically. Josh, there's nothing to stop you really nothing to stop you from wandering around. And that's what I did. The first mission I went out and I'm like, okay, what should I do here? Where's that mission? Oh, well, Hey, what's this over here? Oh, this is kind of cool. Well, maybe I should keep going. Am I going to get stopped? No, I'm not getting stopped. Hey, oh, zombies. Cool. Hey. Wow. And I just kept going. Suddenly I was level seven. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> so, yeah, then I played through a couple more. So I'm, I'm playing a bit through the story missions and I keep getting off on the side missions and things like that. But, man, everywhere you turn, there's like a hundred bags to open and you really want to open all of them. Yeah, that is that gets tedious after a while. Just when I was playing it before I sent it to you. Yeah. Uh, I was going through like, oh, another bag. Oh, fuck another bag. Oh, fuck another bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you can't walk away from them because you're like, oh, there could be something really good there in there. There could be wire you know? in there or, or $7. Yep. <laughs> yeah. If a bag has money, it's usually $7. 
Yeah. Yeah, so that's been pretty good so far. And I did do Resident Evil 4, of course. And I hate the controls, but I've actually gotten farther in it now than I ever did on the PS2 or Wii. So <laughs> there is that. That's because your control is wireless. Yeah. That might be it. Um, and Renegade Ops last night. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a now, Something I wanted to talk about real quick, though. I saw I just got the the new PlayStation magazine today. Mm-hmm. Ridge Racer Unbounded for the PS3. Yeah, I didn't. I missed that completely. No, they released uh, trailers back around GDC. Then they released another trailer right around E3, but they haven't shown any gameplay whatsoever yet. Uh, but yeah. they're making it look more like street racing uh, because the trailers kind of depict that. Yeah, they're putting a story into it and like yeah. rival gangs and you have to build up your aggression meter and stuff like that. And I'm it's thinking, this suck. is not Ridge Racer. No. I wish they would just go but, back and play Ridge Racer 1 and 2 on the PS1 and remember what we loved. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm wondering if this will connect with a Vita version that will come at launch. Well, uh-huh. Ridge Racer is coming at launch. I don't know what the actual name is, but who knows? Yeah. yeah. Well, it has to. I mean, Ridge Racer comes at launch of every console, so... Pretty much, yeah. It it would be cool if they could connect the two of them together. And the other thing I read in there, there's a Kuwaiti-based group of four guys that have teamed up. I guess they're using one PSN ID to do all their gaming. 14,000 trophies and 300 platinums between them and and what's that what good is that going to do what what does that earn them <laughs> uh a spot in the new playstation magazine and some fame i guess <laughs> but, but, what does that earn them that's that that's the thing it, it, it's it's uh, i don't want to get on it's I don't it's get even it's thing. even better than tattooing loser on your forehead <laughs> <laughs> it's well, unbelievable far, though i mean but it's that that's why i can't personally just like chase trophies because there's nothing I get a five-second high out of it, and then wh- what does it do for me? Nothing. You gotta go get that next five-second high. A game. But the thing is, <laughs> I don't enjoy a game when I'm when I'm going off on all these tangents trying to find shit, or I have to play it on the hardest level or hardest setting just to be able to get this platinum. Or I just want to play a game and enjoy the story and enjoy the gameplay and just you know, if I get through it, I get through it. That's awesome. I don't need to go back and try to find eighty more dossiers or get through a whole level without shooting somebody. I'm playing a shooter because I want to shoot people. <laughs> Virtual people. But but that's what it is. When I was reading this and I saw how many games they had played and you know they said they've been doing it since the NES days. It's three brothers and one of their friends and they've always had this competition where they, they want to complete games 100% and they've always done this and, and that's great. But it gets to a point. That's exactly what I was thinking. It gets to a point where the game is no longer fun it's become almost like a job yeah that you have a checklist of things that you must do not just play the game and enjoy the story and have fun with it it's oh i have to do this and i have to do that and i have to do that yeah i mean games are my escape from being told what to do all the time at work i don't want to come home and be told what to do either hence me not being married but (laughs) it's i just that's why i can't wrap my brain around it it is staggering, though. 300 Platinums. That's they are insane. the top 
they're the top group in the world right now, the top PSN ID, I guess, in the world. It's just unbelievable, though. Um, and over the weekend, I went to my second and final of the year Phillies game. And Those pictures were creepy. <laughs> what? The, the ones on Twitter? Yeah, the... Uh, uh, what was the guy? The German heritage guy with his lederhosen? And yeah. <laughs> yeah. That shit was creepy. That was hilarious. I, I'm taking the picture and my friend is like, wait, you're, what? Why are you taking a picture of that guy? I was like, it's Twitter. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about the ones that look like us. Oh, oh, that one. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that was even crazier. Yeah, for that those was... that, that don't follow us on Twitter or anything... Um, Somebody tweeted these pictures from the Phillies game, and I a did. Dude, oh, oh, you did? I thought somebody tweeted. I'm it the you. one that saw it. I was, uh, yeah. This was Sunday was night. Fucked up. Sunday night after the game, I'm watching sort of the the commentary after the game, and they're sitting outside the stadium. They had like a whole setup out there, and Cruck is talking for a while, and I'm watching him talk. And then as they go to commercial. They get they have the camera at the crowd behind them, and the camera runs down the line of people. And I was like, "Holy shit, that looked like Glenn!" Holy shit, that looked like me. (laughs) (laughs) And like the Glenn and Josh doppelgangers were standing right next to each other, cheering. (laughs) I sent I tweeted pictures of it. I couldn't believe it. It's creepy. (laughs) I kept rewinding on the DVR, and I'm pausing it, and I'm like, "Yeah, there, that angle, perfect, snap." (laughs) Yeah, that was that was odd. I'm a little freaked out. Yeah, it was just weird that it was it was both of us side by side. <laughs> I was expecting Joel on a stick to pop up behind the two of them. <laughs> well, he is everywhere. Oh, um, man. Yeah, it was a cool game, though. I, we were, you know, standing room and we're walking around and we're up on the third base side, right on the second level, right behind. Actually, we're behind home plate for a little bit and then we moved over. And I'm standing there, and they loaded the bases, and I'm looking at my friend, I'm like, you know what? They haven't had a Grand Slam in forever. I want a Grand Slam. He's like, yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be great. And, you know, there's a walk or, or a single or something, and they get a run in. I said, we could still have one. I want a Grand Slam. I'm sick of this. And Ibanez hit a Grand Slam, <laughs> and the whole place exploded. And they all yelled, thanks, Josh. Oh, it was awesome. I was very happy. Good game. I love that stadium. You guys have to come out and go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still trying to bring up excuses not to go. I know. Joel and I have a weekly call on making up new excuses. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, here's something you can do. Maybe right now or maybe at the break. Go to walmart.com and get the extended edition director's cut of that thing you do for $13 on DVD. That's got to have all that content in there that, that I it told does. you about. And we're idiots because that DVD has been out for like five years and neither of us knew about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I just decided well, to look it up thought tonight. Of owning it because it's always on TBS. Yeah. But well, TBS, come on. It's, it's, the, the, but it's the new blood sport. It's always on. But but it's commercials and there's stuff cut and uh, But I'm too lazy to walk five feet to get the disc. Come on, man. Well I have the I have the regular DVD and it I I just thought tonight, well I'm gonna look that up. There's there has to be something on the internet about that. What are the differences? And when I looked up, oh it's all in the extended the what? 
<laughs> and I went and I looked. I'm like, oh, look at that. It's available everywhere. Nice. Huh. <laughs> Oops. All right. Yeah. Well, on that note, uh, we can take a break so I can go to Walmart.com and check that out. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk some uh, Renegade Ops and uh, some Dead Island and some emails. We'll be right back. talk a little bit about Renegade Ops from uh, our friends at... Uh, they published it. So, uh, Josh is the one that really knew about this game quite a bit because it was from his one of his favorite developers, Avalanche Studios. And uh, I, I really wanted to play this as well. I thought it looked badass when I saw the trailer. This is a top-down uh, four-player action game. Just mayhem ensues. And uh, it's kind of we what we were saying last night. We were saying it's kind of a top-down version of Just Cause Two, actually, to a certain extent. Yeah, and funny thing is, IGN is now claiming that as well. So oh, obviously, they they're listening to us and stealing exactly what I'm saying, Those bastards. bastards. But they... it is. It feels like that. It feels like the world of Just Cause Two. It, it almost looks like they took that engine and yeah. you know, yeah. and turned it into here's the world and let's put little cars in it and go nuts and it's yeah. awesome <laughs> so there you go a plus done <laughs> well so number one let's get over some of the options first off you can play the single player you can also play it uh two player split screen on the same machine or you can play four player online i think you can do two player split screen and two players online as well i think you can mix them up that way i think that part i'm not I sure believe so yeah we didn't try it so um but, yeah, it's basically like Just Cause, where you're just like this mercenary, or this group of mercenaries that comes in, and uh, cheesy story ensues, and uh, overacting, and, and just the whole spiel that you would expect from a just a, an insane action game. And, I mean, what you but get, though, you, is... Oh. Yeah. And what it really begins to feel like, and I brought this up last night yeah. when we were playing, yeah. it really feels like... This would have been the perfect update. This is the Pac-Man CE of the <laughs> Desert Strike series. <laughs> Desert Strike, Jungle Strike. Uh, this is exactly what it is. And when I was playing the single player, that's I couldn't get that out of my head. Yeah, you're you're racing around, and it's got that same perspective. Of the these were games on the Sega Genesis, and actually they had two of them that made it to the. PS One Nuclear Strike and Jungle Strike, yeah. and they're both on the uh, on the PlayStation Store for download. Right. It it's that type of sort of top down look, detailed environment below you, and you're cruising around, and and you're you have all these objectives to go 
you know, blow things up and take things out and you've got enemies to fight all over the place and side objectives and things like that. And of course, maybe 10 minutes in to the single player, you get a helicopter and I'm like, holy shit, it is desert strike. (laughs) (laughs) And it's the chopper makes the game for me. Yeah, (laughs) it really is. And it's, it's the exact same thing because you are at a set uh, height. You can't really go up or down in this chopper. All you can do is, is basically fly around at that level. So you have to avoid big giant mountains that come up and things like that. And well, although I found out last night after, after you bailed on us, um, I got up to this ridge line. And it was just a little bit too tall, but I ran into it, and I actually flipped the chopper and then flipped back over, and I was up on top. <laughs> so instead of going around and finding a ramp up, I actually just kind of eh, cheated. <laughs> yeah. It's really sweet, though. Yeah. So. So, I mean, number one, visually, holy crap, it's it's absolutely stunning. Uh, you've got destructible yeah. environments mostly. You can't take out the trees or anything, but... A lot of enemy, uh, uh, you know, bases and little uh, little outposts here and there. You can just obliterate them, be it with car or with helicopter. It's basically plays like a twin stick shooter. You know, you, you control the vehicle with your left stick and you control your fire with the right. You also get a secondary fire at times, like a rocket launcher, fire, uh, uh, flamethrower, stuff like that with the right tra- uh, R1. Um, the cool part about it is. Uh, when you're playing multiplayer, you can't hurt each other. Thank God. Because you guys were throwing me around like a bitch last night. I was, there's four characters that you can choose from, and each one has a different vehicle. Uh, I was using one of the girls, and because her secondary fire is this huge airstrike, which is just it's awesome to have. But she's also got the smallest car, so everybody was just bumping me out of the way. And uh, all I, I think all of us can agree that Josh is a just a total fucking whore when it comes to picking stuff up and he'll bump you out of the way just to get it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Stealing shit from out, out, out from under your teammates. I see how it is. <laughs> Asshole. Uh, that was awesome. There was, there was one point where those crates <laughs> fucker. All right. You're in front of these crates and you have to destroy the crate to get what's inside. Yeah. Whether it's a prisoner or a key card or this bonus loot. And Glenn and I are both right on top of the crate. I'm behind him and he's firing, 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 trying to blow the crate open. The crate opens and I knock him sideways and get in there and steal it right out from under him. And he was furious. You're a whore. (laughs) It was awesome. It's so cool though, because I mean, even when I got lost, like I, dude, you were, I'm looking at this. You were like five miles away on the map. Yeah. I'm looking at the screen and, it gives you little arrows, like little red arrows for your main objective, and then sort of grayish, blackish arrows to secondary objectives. objectives. Yeah. And you three all went off in one direction, and I went off in the other direction and didn't realize it at first. And then I was like, oh, well, I should go back. Oh, wait, there's enemies here. And then I started fighting them. So I'm taking out you know, parts of our primary objectives. You guys are taking out another part of the primary objective over here. And we were completely separated from each other. Yeah. And then we're trying to find our way back to each other. And all of a sudden, boom, there you are on screen. It was just, it's really neat (laughs) that you can just, you can, 
you can go off and you can play the game on your own, but then you all come back and when all four of you are together, it's you're almost up. unstoppable. Yeah. The firepower is just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's um I mean single player is a blast. I was having a really good time with it last night and I think it actually kind of adjusts your uh difficulty to like how many people you have that, that yeah. are playing at once. But um <clears throat> you know from a technical standpoint, I mean it it's an absolutely luscious game. I mean it's it's beautiful to look at. It's got great sound effects, booming sound effects. Control overall is really good. Driving the car sometimes is a little wonky, but I think that's just kind of how how like the way that they have it set up. Uh, but multiplayer, uh, is it, 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 multiplayer is a huge part of this game, and I think we really need to focus on that because, yeah, multiplayer in a lot of situations, especially like this, can make or break a game. And with this one, when the multiplayer works, it's absolutely amazing. When yeah. it works, and that's one of the big problems we had last night. Uh, we were having uh, issues where Jason joined up with us and his PS3 froze a couple times. We got the lobby together again and all of us froze up and we all had to reboot. Uh, we had situations where the voice chat just wasn't working very well. I don't know if that was somebody's connection or what. No, that that was Ray, I think. Uh, Jason was breaking up too, though. Was he? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, and oh, the yeah, other thing was. was the invite yeah. system where you can invite from your friends list. Uh, it gives you little check boxes. Well, you can only do one person at a time. <laughs> So you have yeah. to go check a box, hit OK, say send, and then go open another one, do the same thing, rinse and repeat. Uh, the nice thing is you can make it a private match, make it a public match, that kind of thing. Uh, I mean, voice chat works. It was just kind of wonky last night where people were breaking up here and there. But when it did work and we had all four players going, it ran perfectly. Yeah. We never had lag problems. It never glitched out on us. It was effing awesome i mean it was seriously one of the best multiplayer experiences i've had in months it's it's so good but the problem is they need to fix that shit and then the the bug we had at the end of the th- third level or was it the second end level? of the third level end yeah of the end third of the level, third start of the fourth is yeah. where it all fell apart we uh we ended the third level it goes down to a black screen Josh could still see something, but the rest of us went to black screen. We could still talk, but we had to actually uh, boot out of the game because it locked up. Yeah. Which is crap. Yeah. It, it, I, I really do hope they, they patch this because it's, 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 it's game-breaking in some respects. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'd agree. I, it's an awesome game. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's a lot of fun single-player, but multiplayer, it really takes it to a whole new level. Because when you've got everybody in there and you're all cruising around and you're all fighting and you're all fighting for the loot, well, you guys are all complaining that I'm getting all the loot. Um, <laughs> no, just me. I was the only one complaining. Because <laughs> no, everybody else was trying Jason, to knock me out of the way too. Ray did it to me. Jason sent an email complaining today that I was stealing all the loot. But uh, <laughs> but Jason's got problems of his own because, you know, I sent out an email saying, who wants to play this tonight? And, oh, oh yeah, God. I'll play it. I'll play it. And I'll then play, when I'll we play. go to play it, he's like, I'm downloading it right now. Yeah. It's a two gig download. Dude, this is not a small game. <laughs> <sighs> so he got the two gig download and then he had to get the 70 meg patch. <laughs> it's like, oh, and he, and I'm he's almost there. Us, okay, I got 10% left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Ray had to leave because he had to go watch Return of the Jedi with his 
girl. Oh, Asi just made dinner. Oh, I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, we got Eric from PSN Stores to join in for our fourth, and then uh, it crashed once. We got everybody back in, and then Josh decided to bail without saying goodbye. I couldn't. I couldn't get back in. (laughs) The funny thing is, you missed some really fun stuff. You missed actually a really fun level. Yeah, because it was in Africa, and it was almost like we were in the Dakar race. It really reminded me of like games like Thrash Rally and stuff back in the day, the 16-bit days, uh, where you know it was the top-down racing games. uh, Because you, the 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 beginning of that level is actually a race, and uh, the first one there gets all these points and everything. So, uh, great variety, and man, the, the chopper gameplay is so much fun. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't think we we mentioned there. All those player, all the characters have their own alternate weapon, but then there's also a secondary fire and and weapon that you can pick up and you can actually switch it out uh, during the levels, where it'll be one of those bonuses that pop up. You can get a railgun, a rocket launcher, or a flamethrower. Right. And you can actually beef those up as well. And there's a nice little progression system. After each level, you get uh, experience points and and things like that. And you can spend them on sort of an upgrade path on offense, defense, and your your special special weapon. weapon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Although what does suck, though, is that you lose all your upgrades you get during the level when you power up. So when you start a new level, your machine gun's back down to one. You still have your yeah. upgraded stuff that's in the upgrade progression system, but you've lost your better machine guns and everything. You have to regain everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because they build up during the level, and, and as you kill more guys and you pick up all those power-ups, your machine gun turns into this awesome bullet hell firing <laughs> monstrosity that just destroys everything in its path. Hellfire! 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 <laughs> yeah. It's a fun game. It yeah. really is. It is a blast. It is an absolute blast when it works. Yeah. Yeah. Single player, I didn't run it. Well, I ran into one thing in single player, and I I almost forgot about that. In the first mission, the first prisoner I go to get, he's in this little village, and I kind of, because the control's on the car, I'm still getting used to it. And I spin out behind a building between sort of a building and the jungle and I got stuck totally stuck I couldn't even see my car I just saw like an icon showing me where my car was behind the building (laughs) and I couldn't do anything to get out of there I was completely stuck behind the building and I had to reboot the game because there was nothing else I could do it it kind of stunk that's the only time I've run into that though yeah where I actually kind of got stuck in the scenery uh, but otherwise, everything was working great, you know, single player wise and multiplayer wise until we hit those couple of glitches. Like well, you said, when it works, it's freaking awesome. Yeah. Well, there, there's one other thing about the, the multiplayer as well is it's not drop in, drop out. You have to wait until you're in the lobby between missions to join. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, even the, the second mission take, I think it took 27 minutes last night. So when Josh mm-hmm. dropped out or when Jason dropped out. Uh, because he had to reboot his system, he had to sit there and wait and wait and wait and wait until we got done with the mission to join up with us again. So that kind of sucks. Yeah, um, it would be it would be tough dropping right into the middle or later part of the mission well, with you kind of do that anyway the upgraded. If you die. Yeah, 
because you have to. You well, lose all your yeah, that's true. Then. Yeah. Yeah, when you when you die, you well, don't die. I don't die. What? Uh, what? I died once. Sorry. Uh, what? You died twice. <laughs> yeah. No. I, personally, I'm I'm serious. I I love this game to death, but I think the online stuff really does kind of knock it down a little bit. If they patch it, mm-hmm. I would actually probably regrade this game because, in my opinion, if that stuff worked, this is close to an A plus for me. Seriously, it's that good of a game. But I think the online problems that we had knocks it down to a B plus for me. Yeah, that's around where I was. I was thinking A minus B plus, yeah. and it's mostly because well, it's all because of the the online issues. Yeah. You know, if if the if they get that stuff ironed out, uh, there's nothing stopping this game. It's freaking awesome yeah i agree (laughs) it's it's just so much fun it's just such a great throwback to to that old type of game where you just cruise around and and you're blowing stuff up and you have missions and secondary objectives and you know everybody's in there and you've got some upgrades and everything It, it keeps you going it's really really cool yep definitely uh highly recommended seriously uh especially if you're only gonna play single player then a lot of these problems won't be anything for you at all but uh yeah I mean, the multiplayer works and when it does it's great it's just yeah. there are some bugs and there's some glitches that i hope they patch yeah all right yeah that's awesome even the cricket agrees even the can cricket agrees that? we can hear him plain as day i can't believe that it's like he's inside the house now but he's not yeah it's I, staggering I, how the way loud it sounds the way is. it sounds here it's like he's on your shoulder we'll call him jiminy <laughs> <laughs> go ahead pinocchio uh, and uh, Joel, I think you wanted to talk a little bit about a website review that we've got. Yeah, I just wanted to mention it. We've got Dead Island. Bill has a nice review up of that game on the website, and it's actually a really well-written review. Not that the writers don't do that all the time. Of course they do. Well, except I on, like this except one on Saturdays. They, they get a little lazy on Saturdays. Yeah. It's their day of rest. <laughs> well, actually, I haven't read this review yet because I don't want it to color whatever I'm going to go with. Yeah. So... Once I next week, I should have the the podcast review of Dead Island, uh-huh. and then we can compare notes and see uh, what grade he gave it and what grade I'm giving it. Cool. Yeah, it is well written. I will agree with that, Joel. He did a very good job on it. Yeah, so check it out, along with all the other stuff we got posted up there. All right. Uh, well, this is usually when we talk about PlayStation Home and some gaming deals. I, I believe Josh went into Home this week. I did. What'd you do? What'd you do? What'd you do? I uh, I played Scribble Shooter. Sweet. No, I did more than that. Um, <laughs> I went into the TGS space, the Tokyo Game Show space. Wait, that's in the U.S. home? Yes. Oh, shit. But all it is is a fancified futuristic Japanese theater. Oh, shit. I don't At least that's all I saw. <laughs> well, maybe not. Because when I went in, it's big giant pod seats that you sit in. And you've got the movie screen up at the front. And I sat down and the little movie started. And it started showing me Wipeout on the Vita. And ten seconds in, it froze and never came back. Uh, the screen froze. Like the the video I could still walk around, but no video was loading. People were talking. Nothing was happening for me. They so, must still be running those video screens on DSL. Yeah, so I left there. <laughs> and, the you know, did you see the 
I think it was on the PlayStation blog. Oh, Kevin Butler actually did a commercial for the Tycoon Penthouse in home. Yes. Yeah. Well, they actually have an open house. Oh, yeah. I read about that. Check out the Tycoon Penthouse. That's a really cool idea because with all these little home spaces, you know, all the personal spaces that you can buy, you're just kind of buying them sight unseen and you really don't know what what to expect with them. You know, there's sort of a text description, and that doesn't really give you all that much. It's a very big leap well, of faith with the money in your wallet. Yeah. I mean, they're, they they all run five ninety nine or less, but still, I mean, that's six bucks there. Yeah, definitely. And I went in. I expected this to cost more, actually. And I went to see how much it was, and I was like, wow, it's only six bucks because hmm. it's a very big space. It's really cool. Uh, there were a ton of people in there. There was a TV going with um, videos from, I'm not sure where they were from. They might have been from E3 or they might have been from Gamescom, where interviews with developers and things like that. Oh, okay. And they just basically had the space all set up and tricked out so you could walk around and see what it's like. They had a little hot tub in there and you you get in the elevator and you go outside and you're up on this platform like looking out at this city that's around it. It's a really neat space. It's actually very cool. And I think that's an excellent idea and something they should do with more of those spaces is sort of give you that taste of what it's like before you actually buy it, because there's no way to know on some of these and some look interesting, but I'm like, I don't want to put down the money on that. If I really don't know what's in there, you know, all you get is a picture and a description that doesn't help all that much. Hmm. So this is worth going in just to look at it because it's a neat space and uh, you know, who knows, maybe you might want to pick it up. I mean, if I was in there more often and you know, you have friends and you can go into your own personal space and hang out and talk and do whatever. It's like a different way of doing chat. Is that where you're going to keep your little mini drafts and uh, your bars of gold? Yeah. Hell yeah. Opulence, I hesitate. <laughs> well, what's neat is, you know, you've got those picture frames you can put on the wall and put your own pictures in there from your hard drive. So, you know, you ah, can yes. personalize the space in, in your own way, which is cool. Ah, um, yes. So I jumped from there to the mall and just started looking at what's available. I I went looking through all the personal spaces to see prices and everything like that and see what's available. And see you, there's you were looking two for the dollhouse, weren't you? I was hoping. <laughs> uh there's two you know, two motor storm spaces. There's a whole bunch of different things in there. More than yeah. I had realized. I, I didn't remember how many different spaces were in there. I'd missed a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, but what they never really did, oh, they've only got like one, I think it's the throne room, the Emperor's throne room or something like that for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But they could have done so many more for Star Wars and they didn't, yeah. unfortunately. I want a Jabba's uh, but they Palace. Still, yeah, Jabba's Palace would be cool. Uh, only if even, Carrie Fisher's in there. <laughs> the hot Carrie Fisher. Yes. Well, you can dress your own character up like that. Uh, I don't want to be like every other guy at home. Yeah, it's funny. When I was in that tycoon penthouse, 
you know, there's a couple of hot virtual chicks standing around and like some guy runs up to one of them. He's like, Hey, how you doing? And the girl just turns and he's like, are you a girl? <laughs> as far as you know. And, but he, he was like, are you a girl? Cause I'm 16. And I was like, oh my wait, God. what, what does that have to do with anything? <sighs> it was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> Those are the days that you're uh, glad that not everybody has a headset for the PS3. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, that was the funny thing, because as I was walking around through that, you know, you'd walk by conversations that were going on because yeah. they are localized sort of to that area. So people are talking in, in certain areas and other people are just texting like mad. But, you know, I ended up back in my summer home playing... uh Playing Scribble Shooter for a while, so. And I don't see a problem with that. Yeah. But I'd say definitely go in there and take a look at that Tycoon Penthouse and uh, glass walls, get on that and make some of those spaces. And give us a taste somehow. Give us sort of a. Well, they should have like, like a, a model home that you can go check out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. For even like five ten minutes you know don't don't leave it there all the time so you could just sit in there and defeat the purpose of ever buying it but you know have it in there so that you can just wander in check it out you still can't customize it at all you know just make it so that you can go tour it and you just can't do anything whatsoever you can't put a picture on the wall you can't put any furniture in you know give us a little home real estate agent to take us through our spaces there you you go i'm sure plenty of people would be up for that too yeah I was kind of hoping for more of a retail environment. Like if you buy a pair of jeans, they don't fit right. Take them back. (laughs) Good luck with that. (laughs) Come on. We know that's not the case because a lot of people, when we first got into home, would email us and say, hey, I bought the wrong house. I want Hmm? my refund. Because you guys work for so My virtual pants don't fit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Then lose some virtual weight. I want to return them. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted Levi's. They gave me Lee. Sucks. (laughs) Shit, I got Ruse. (laughs) <laughs> Wranglers, come on! <laughs> hey, those are the official jeans of Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Oh, that's right, crotchless, <laughs> zipperless jeans. <laughs> and I don't mean that's missing fabric in the front either. <laughs> uh, well, one of the gaming deals that we came across uh, this this was around last week as well, but I believe it goes until October second. If you have a GameStop close to you, or if you uh, can find it online on GameStop.com, I know we don't talk about GameStop that often, but this is actually a good deal. They're pretty much got a 50% off uh, sale on Move items, so the Move controllers, the Nav controllers, and actually some games out there. So you can get a $50 Move controller for 25 bucks and a Nav controller I for think, 15 Yeah, the games are gone. Oh, oh no, wait, right, well. they are still there. Uh, <laughs> you sure? No, are they gone? Are they, are they there now? Are they gone? They're gone again. No, the games are there, they're, but they're, they're pretty much all full price. But they're gone. I got the Move Heroes for nine ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. that deal is done. That was a pretty good deal. The Move controller for twenty four ninety nine. Yeah, the so. controllers. Yeah, the controllers are all still on sale, but the games are back to full price. So, so there you go. If you need some more Move controllers, or if you actually wanted to dive into Move, now is your chance until October second, roughly. So don't hesitate. Even though we don't like talking about anything GameStop. And then they yeah, open these the GameStop are, in this little shit town. What the hell? They're just great prices, though. You really, yeah. this is the time you to take advantage are. of it. 
You got to go where the deals are. Just don't don't let them talk into pre-buying anything. <laughs> That's all. I went to pick up my Gears of War reserve, and of course, I notice here that it's been a month and that your Power Up Rewards account has expired. Are you sure you don't want to renew that today? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I told you last time. No, Fuck thank off. you. That's when, that's when you I, take it out of your wallet and like, light it on fire. Well, my new thing is to say, and I think this is this works out pretty well, if you're trading a bunch of stuff, which I don't do a lot of, you know, maybe there's a, t- a point where buying a subscription to the Power Up Rewards will be free. You know what I mean? Like, Sure. <clears throat> if, if you trade enough and they'll give you $80 in additional trade credit if you have that card, then it makes a lot of sense. Okay, fine. Give me 65 more in trade credit, and I'll take your $15 card. Sure. So every time I go in there and they give me that line, well, if you want, you know, I'm like, okay, fine. If it's free, or if I don't have to pay anything, fine. Yeah. I'll take it. I don't want that shit. <laughs> that's a good way to put it, though. I mean, that, that's probably the only way I'd have it. Uh, the first two years I had it, they actually, like, it was free both times. Yeah, I don't know if they were just trying to entice me or what, but yeah. I do kind of miss the Game Informer. But that's about it, though. And I don't miss it a whole lot. Plus, <laughs> Just you can a get little. a cheap subscription to Game Informer anyway. I, I got one online for 4 bucks for a year. Or you just walk into GameStop and say, I didn't get my Game Informer this week, and they say, okay, just just take one. <laughs> well, it, it, yeah. Well, at least it's not like, uh, I think I told the story a long time ago. You might not have even been around yet, but uh, before... I was born in 74. Ga- no, 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 uh, on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you go way back, so I wasn't sure how far you were going. No, no, no. I, I, the story, when I told it, I don't know if you guys were around yet on the, on the show, but uh, there used to be a, uh, yeah, another company called Funko Land. <laughs> I, was, I was born in 72, motherfucker. <laughs> there used to be a, a store called Funko Land that actually did a lot of the used stuff before GameStop did. GameStop really started doing a lot of the used stuff when they acquired Funko Land. Well, we went oh. in, my buddy and I went into uh, one of them down in Milwaukee by uh, Northridge, which... None of that shit's there anymore, really. Um, and Game Informer was pretty new, and we were just kind of walking around the store checking it out. And usually what we would do back in the day is we'd grab a gaming magazine wherever we were when we had a long trip, and Rock would sit there and read it and kind of read some of the stuff from it if he came across a good story. And, and they didn't have anything else in the store except for Game, game Informers. They were everywhere. I mean, they were just lying. They were like wallpaper in that store. So... I went up and I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll take this. And he, and he says, oh, you want a subscription? I'm like, no, I just want this copy. Oh, we don't sell the magazine. You have to get a subscription to it. <laughs> and I looked I around and I that. said, this place is pretty much wallpapered with these things. And you're telling me you're not going to sell it to me? No, all we can do is subscriptions. I said, so here's, here's $5 in my hand right here. You're not going to take this for me to walk out with one of these. No, we can only do subscriptions. I'm like, okay. Walked out of the store. And I had like three games with me too. And I put them down and I walked out. I, I, I couldn't fathom that, that, oh, no, we just do subscriptions here. Even though they had two million copies of the magazine there. Hence why the company's not around anymore. <laughs> but if you do a subscription, they'll give you three right away. Like, oh, sure. Oh, here's, your fir- here's your first three. Oh, yeah. by the way, that your, that your subscription, now it's only nine months because I just give you your first three. Yeah. Enjoy. Uh, yeah, the, the perils of video game stores. Anyway, we all right, could, let's we could get... Probably do a, we could probably do a whole episode just in the perils of video game stores. Oh, my God. I could tell you some, stories, some stories about when I used to work at an EB. That's a whole different show. Yeah, that was that was way back in the day, too. Uh, all right, well, let's get to emails. We've got five of them. No voicemails this week. Um, Shucks. Yeah, well, like I said, we did have one 
and uh, he got cut off halfway through. So I was ready to use I it am too. Still, I am shocked that there is nothing from Poop and Flames. Yeah, well, we'll let him uh, gloat a little bit more later on. He's he's got plenty of time to leave us a voicemail. Uh, this first one is from uh, Daryl, uh, PSN ID Damojo, D-A-M-O-J-O. Yeah, all he right. sent... What? Wait, before you get into that, he sent a second email okay. uh, sort of explaining himself. Oh. <laughs> oh, that guy. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he's, he's 36 years old. He's he's from Scotland. And, uh, I'm from Scotland. Yeah. You're racist. Uh, all right, he says... <laughs> I guess we're getting to raise bio now. All right, guys. Hope this email finds you good and well. I suppose I have to say that this is the very first time, and hopefully not my last time, that I've contacted a podcast or any other organized thingy, whatever. Organized? <laughs> Obviously, he hasn't listened very often. Oh, that's uh, good. Anyway, my question to you, uh, to you all, and goes as such, and is about your friends list. I have a kind of unwritten rule that after two months of no activity, you are deleted from my friends list. Do you have anything like this, or are you very picky about who you have as friends? I just tried requesting y'all. That's my attempt at American. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) We're a little far north for that. Uh, As friends, but it was only Josh that had any room on on his list for friends. Josh, you had room? I see. Who's not popular? I had just taken somebody off Uh, to add somebody else. And before I even got to add the second person, <laughs> he snuck in there. Yep, <laughs> and I was like, happen. dude, um, real sorry, man, but I just opened that up for somebody else. Yeah, when we're done tonight, sorry. I got to go downstairs because I opened a slot last night for Ray. And it's I don't gone, know if he I'm added sure. me in time. I'm sure he didn't. Let's see here. So, uh, well, hope to hear from you on the podcast, which is by and far my favorite. Aww. Uh, keep up the amazing work, people. Yours, Daryl. Uh, P.S. One other thing. What level are are you on your PS3? I'm level 18, and not uh, not uh, all day, every day player. I'm just good. Ooh, ooh. I'm a good gamer. Ooh. I think I'm at 13 right now. 14. I don't know, something like that. No, you're not. I'm at 13. And My 12. No, me. I just I just jumped to 13. I thought. All right, maybe you're just at 13, but I'm like halfway through 13, so fuck da, da, da. You. you. also have a platinum, and I don't. I have four platinums, and you don't. <laughs> and nobody gives a shit. <laughs> oh, there's people out there that care. <laughs> yes, there is. Yes, there is. I have no platinums, and I 10 or 11. I think 10. I don't know. Mm. Although my gamer, score on <laughs> my gamer score on th- three, uh, 360 is like 2,300. Mine's 22,000 or something like that. <laughs> Mine is like 6,000, I think. Wait, hold on or a second. Or not even that. That's your dicks hitting know. the floor. Your big e-penises. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, how long do I keep people? Trophies are so important to me. How long do you guys keep people? Do you have like a rule? Mm, typically, no. But I've started doing that actually recently because there are people that I needed to add in. Specific people for NHL. Right. Uh, specific people for, you know, specific games and things like that. And that's what I do. I go back and I look through the people that are just not on there all that much. Which, I mean, they could all take me off because I'm hardly ever on there. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, that's typically what I've been doing. I've been looking for the people that are on there less frequently 
And sorry if you were one of those people that got yeah, dropped, yeah. but I mean, for some of these games, I do need to add some other people specifically for for some games that are out now or just about to come out. So, uh, mine really gets shaken up during Extra Life because we usually, mm. you know, swap so many people in and out. It is funny, like every now and then, somebody that's on my list, they'll uh, like their PS3 will die or something, and they'll they'll actually message me like, or they'll uh, tweet and. They'll, my PS3, just, I, just, I just sent my PS3 in. I'm supposed to have it back in two weeks. Don't delete me. Don't delete me. <laughs> yeah. Somebody sent us, I think it was, I think he was on all our lists. He might have been. But he sent out a message saying, I'm going to Japan oh, for yeah, the next yeah. three or four months. And please, to end. I'm sorry, he had to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we can't re-ed you later. It's just, you know, sometimes yeah. you got to make room. Uh, yeah. Mine's the same way. I've got... I've got a really weird, eclectic PSN list, and a lot of it is because we want to get through certain things. I've got a couple of, uh, like, game journalists on there that every now and then, you know, like me and Chris from PSN Stores and Eric from PSN Stores, uh, if we want to, if we get a game for review that has co-op or anything in it, we'll try to play that online together. So that's why mm-hmm. those guys are on there. You know, uh, there's other people like that, too. And, and um I, I normally don't try to delete people. There are people that are like my actual friends that I know personally uh, that I'll usually give them a lot more leeway. Although I, I deleted uh, Hilden last night cause he has been on for two months. <laughs> cause I <laughs> well, had to make room for, for Ray, you know, and yeah. my brother's pushing two months, but he gets to stay. I mean, he's my brother. Yeah. <laughs> I have to fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Joel, you got any like hard, fast rules, anything like that? Yes, as a matter of fact, I do. I have specific criteria. On a, I think it's every 45 days I have, I have to pull up the email here. At least once every 45 days I want a $20 PSN card and just send me the code. <laughs> you, you must be a Packers fan or you, or you at least can never talk shit about the Packers or you can never talk shit about me talking about the Packers. Well, wait, why am I on your friends list then? You're, <laughs> you're there for comic relief right when, uh, when your eagles go down in flames. Check again. <laughs> and then I got... <laughs> No, no, I don't really have any specific criteria. I, I do, though, like like you, Daryl, will delete people after a, a period of inactivity, especially if I don't know who you are. I mean, yeah. if I got a friend on there who's off for two months, I'm, you know, I'm not going to delete them. But there's people on there that are just through the community, our community, and I like to recycle them out and get different people on there so I can play with a variety of people. So if you're not on there and I don't know who you are personally, I'm probably going to ditch you so I can add somebody else for a while. But, of course, we'll... Kind of, I like to recycle through. You know, you only get so many people on your friends list, and it's so much easier sometimes in a game when you have somebody on your list to be able to hook up with them. Yeah. So yeah. it's just a convenience thing. That br- but yeah, that I, me- I do that. Well, I was going to say, that brings me to something else, too. If you're going to friend me on Facebook, please tell me who you are. Because if you're just going to hit the button and not tell me who you are or anything, I'm going to reject it. Because there's a few other Glenn Percivals out there. Because I'm actually friends with one of them. He's over in England. And uh, sometimes people get screwed up and they friend me because they're trying to get to somebody else. So, yeah, if you're going to do that, at least please let me know who you are. That's all. Well, I wanted wanted to bring something up that actually Joel made me think of it. The one good thing about the PSN that it has over Xbox Live is that you cannot change your ID. Yeah. And I know that's a bone of contention for a lot of people. Like, a lot of people want to be able to change their ID. But you know what? 
when I turn on my 360 and I look at my friends list, I don't know who half those freaking people are <laughs> yeah, because I... their names have changed. They're not even remotely what they were before. And I don't even know who they are. No idea. If I was on the 360 so, more, I'd clean it out more because I, I did the same thing yesterday or the other day when I was on there. Like, who the hell are these people? Yeah. It sucks because it's 10 bucks and you can change it. And people change it. Like, I have several people that, like, when I was on there more often, I would see them. I would realize they changed it because they had the same avatar, you know, so I noticed it. Yeah. So they changed their name. And then a week later, they changed their name again. And then like a month later, they changed their name again. And it's like, wh- <coughs> how am I supposed Life is a to- gamer. <coughs> <laughs> it's just, that's not right. It, you cannot, especially with a list of a hundred people. And if half of them are changing their names one, two, three times, it, there's no way to know who these people are anymore. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I'm, I hope Sony never, ever allows that because really that's a nightmare. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I've used it myself several times. I've actually changed my name several times. So I finally settled on one that I was comfortable <laughs> with. <laughs> I mean, he went through a lot. The real Cliffy B, Major Nelson. Yeah. And he finally got to what he well, uses. My problem was by the time I got to the Xbox, there were... You know, every variation of anything I wanted was long gone. Yeah. And this was before or right around the time I had gotten to VG Evo, now Retroid. And I didn't know anybody, you know, and I didn't really have that idea of what I was going to do. I didn't have a big friends list built up. I didn't have any kind of friends list at the time. You know, I didn't really know anybody that had a 360. Yeah. So... I just picked a name that I thought, well, this is good. And then as I started playing more and started getting more people on my list, I'm like, well, this name doesn't make any sense based on what I'm doing on BG Evo and what I'm doing here and the names I'm using in all these different places. And so I had to change it, you know, and it just, it's messed up. I, you know, I'd, I'm happier with the PlayStation where you've got one name, you stick with it and that's it. I agree. you I wonder how much money anybody. Microsoft makes off of that. Oh, they have like oh, Ten bucks a crack, and there's people that just can't make up their damn mind, and they keep yeah, changing yeah. it, you know? Yeah. And, and what's the point? You know, I mean, I could see if, you know, you, your first attempt, you came up with zit ass. You know, you probably want to go back and change that. You know, it's embarrassing. <laughs> well, I think, or maybe you've I think matured, and the zits they're... have gone away, you know, so you need to change it to more <laughs> accurately represent who you are as a person. Some people do well, it because they're total assholes. And they they change their name so that people won't recognize their name. Yeah, there's other exactly. people that pick a, pick a name that they really didn't want. There's a guy at work that bitches all the time that he wishes he could change his PSN because the one he uses he doesn't want to use. And it, it's a lot of stuff like that. I I mean I wanted to make sure I got Torgo right away, so my buddy got a, a launch day system and I didn't. And I actually asked him to uh, to register Torgo for me, so I gave him all the information and got it done. Because I didn't get my PS3 until a couple weeks after after launch. So, yeah. I, yeah. But I've used Tor- Torgo for years. I've used it since uh, Quake World. That, those kind of days. So That's the funny thing is I used to use that. I used that on AOL and I used it somewhere <laughs> else. Yeah, well, that's why I and, wanted to make sure because there's a lot of Torgos out there. And, yeah. Uh, 
But so. one of my one of my friends, when he got his PS3, he was confused by the, you know, the sign in and then the PSN ID. Yeah, that'll happen too with the local. And he didn't know what was what, and he actually put in his real name. Like his first name, last name, as his PSN ID. And then he was playing Modern Warfare uh, and got a shitload of trophies, got deep into it, and got all this stuff done. And then he realized what was going on. He thought more about it. He's like, is there a way I can change this? He was asking me. I'm like, no. I was like, all you can do is start over. He's like, but I've already built up this whole... (laughs) Ah, fuck it. And he just kept it. (laughs) He said it sucks because then, especially when you're in Modern Warfare... They're like, hey, John Smith, how you doing? You know, <laughs> that's not his real name, but, you know, that's what they'll do. If it do was, he wouldn't have shit like, to worry yeah. about. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you can talk to John Smith. <laughs> yeah. One of my best friends is named Mike Smith. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, sorry. Well, at least it's not my cock or something like that. That was taken. <laughs> yeah. All right. Email number two. We've talked enough about this. All right, this one's from Henry K. Hey, guys. First off, your podcast is brilliant and gets me through a hard day's work every week, so keep up the good work. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I don't know about brilliant, though. Yeah. Maybe sh- brilliantly well, shiny. Brilliant. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's pretty much the shiny thing. Squirrel! On your latest podcast, you mentioned importing the Vita, which I would very much like to do. Obviously, the games will all be in Japanese, but what about the games such as Uncharted? From photos I've seen... On- seen already has Japanese box art so I'm assuming it will be released there first. Do you think it will be packaged with the American dub? If that's Ooh. the case, then an import is a must for me. Your thoughts? Thanks very much. Again, his name's Henry K. On the PSN, he's Treble Bass. T-R-E-B-B-L-E B-A-S-E Cool name. That's the problem. We don't know. Um, I mean, usually the Blu-rays go out with everything because they have so much storage, but now that Storage might be an issue. Nobody knows. That's the problem. There's still a lot of questions. I would assume it would be it would have the English track on it, but I don't. I'll find out. You would hope. <laughs> I'll find out in December. <laughs> if it's all in Japanese, I'm fucked. <laughs> I'll be impressed if Nolan North does the Japanese voiceover as well. No, he doesn't. Be really impressed by that. Yeah, I, I just found the. It was funny because they had the same trailer for that game on the Japanese store, but it was with the Japanese voiceovers. Wow. Like, the voice voice actors are really different. <laughs> hey, Sully, get over here. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. That's my poor impression of Japanese, by the way. Well done. Yeah. All right. No, not really. <laughs> Next one, Michael Ormond writes, Hey, guys, I just wanted to get your opinion on something I've been thinking about for quite some time. Before I read it, the answer is no, never. All right. Nope, never. With all the recent talk of the PS Vita, as well as the announcement this week that it's going to be region free, I was wondering, do you ever see a time where there will be a global PSN? Nope. Rather than segregating people into North America, European, Japanese, PlayStation accounts. The obvious upside to this would be being able to download niche titles that would never see a release in your region. And for the Vita, this would be doubly beneficial given the push towards digital distribution Sony is taking with their handhelds. I know licensing would be a major hurdle in this happening, but I'm interested in hearing your opinions. As always, keep up the great work. Michael, a.k.a. Xanthan Gun on Retroids PSN. 
Well, you, you missed this yeah. one part of his email. And I look forward to more shenanigans at Extra Life this year. Oh. Extra Life, yo! And, and Phantom Trophy yeah, earning. That's, yes. that's the best part. Phantom and Phantom Trophy, trophy earning. earning. <laughs> but Josh won't be there all 24 hours. Yeah, that's true. Josh, Joel's going to have to step up. We can make even more Phantom Trophies. Can we borrow your PS3, Josh, and just hook you up with some Phantom Trophies? (laughs) That'd be sweet. Can you guys remote play in and then just, like... (laughs) That'd be awesome. I want to give those Kuwaiti guys a run for their money. Yes. Let's go for 400 Platinums. I got nothing Uh, better to do. You guys remote play in. I come back from Comic-Con. I'm like, wait a minute. How did I get trophies (laughs) in this? (laughs) Hey, there you go. Give Joel... Uh, get Joel's PSP set up to remote play your PS3, and he can play Pixel Junk Monsters for you. <laughs> <laughs> but there's not a platinum in that. I mean, that's Aww. not right. That's okay. I'd never get in the trophies in that damn thing anyway. Those are impossible. True. <laughs> uh, will there be global PSN? No. no I mean, it'd be nice, but never. there's just too much holding you back. You've got PR. Uh, basically, all their all their business is separated. It's not just uh, licensing. It's it's PR for each region. It's marketing for each region. Uh, they're all separate entities. Look at the, it's like yeah, releasing a the, film worldwide. That's not going to happen either. Yeah. For for the same the reason. It's not, it's not the PR marketing. PlayStation store. Um, oh, the European God. PlayStation store to to put out a game there. You have to. You basically have to localize it for. 20-some different languages or something ridiculous I think like the that. bare minimum is like eight, but it's like 20-some, yeah, because Stuart was telling and, us about it one time. Yeah, or you just launch it on the North American PSN and you're done. You know, <laughs> it's it, it would just never happen. That would put such a burden on developers that if suddenly, because there are a lot of developers that won't release things on the European PSN for that specific reason. They don't have the resources to do something like that. Well, so the game doesn't that. make it, it over there. It's not just that, though. It's more from a management standpoint, where yeah. each of these Sony Computer Entertainment entities are completely separately managed, um, but also, you know, they're also headed up by uh, corporate, but they're all basically separate divisions, if, if you will. And I, the, there's no way it'll happen, because even just dealing with PR now, when we know that there's going to be a title in Europe and we want to talk to the developer in Europe, i.e. Housemark. When we were setting up the interview with Housemark, they wanted to do it. We were talking to them the whole time. But because Sony published the game, we had to go through PR. Well, we tried to work with the European PR, and it was a nightmare. I mean, it was an absolute nightmare. Not only because of the time difference, but just because of the language barriers. And I I really don't think that this person even knew what a podcast was. I'm not kidding. So until they assigned a PR person in the U.S. that we actually knew... That's when the interview happened. And it's been like that a couple times, even dealing with Stewart sometimes, because Gravity Crash again, Sony uh, uh, published that title. But just dealing with PR on their end, it was some Italian woman that I had to deal with. I don't know Italian. I mean, it was literally, it was just an absolute nightmare. And that's a little PSN title, or two little PSN titles, where now if you get onto a disc based game, there's, that, that just grows exponentially. It, it it'll never happen because they just don't work together, and I think the yeah. same holds true for any of the other companies, Nintendo and Microsoft and everything else. It's but my experience has just been with this, and it, oh man, it is terrible. 
<laughs> but you also have to consider the markets are different. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. What's going to sell in the Japanese market is not the same thing that's going to sell in North America or even Europe, for that matter. So, yeah. And you'll see that. There are games that get released in Europe that never come to the U.S., games that get released in Japan, ton of games that get released in Japan that will never come to the U.S. Well, and also look at the games that are changed in different regions. Yeah, yeah. So... Well, I mean, Germany especially. Germany, you have to take out every hint of blood and every mention of Australia too. Everything. Australia yeah, has definitely. a lot yeah. of restrictions. Yeah. So it's well, somehow Dead Island snuck through. Well, they've been loosening up. Like, I guess I wish I it's remembered pu- the story, but there's it's published by Heinz. It was a nice little loophole. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, it's something with I don't. I think it's the PM or somebody in Parliament in Australia. That they're actually loosening up quite a bit on the restrictions. I mm-hmm. read their article weeks ago, and that's why I don't remember too much of it. But yeah, it sounds like they're loosening up quite a bit. But maybe I love when a game gets we don't. What's that? They're, maybe they know something we don't. The uh-huh. government's actually preparing for the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> something America and Europe has not been telling us. They know it's coming. Well, but Australia he's... being a little bit more forward-thinking, looking out for their people. They're like, look. We'll let you play this because we know it's going to have practicality behind it. <laughs> These games are murder murder simulators, right? So they're just getting ready. <laughs> yeah, no, well, that's it, okay. It, that just goes back to their uh, convict heritage. Oh, jeez, oh, <laughs> fluffy. That I was love Josh. You, Australia. All right, I have an idea. That's and okay. I don't, I don't even know. Got kicked out of every decent country in the world. Repeat. That was that's Josh. How we came about. I'm not even sure where this idea came from. It's just has come to me all of a sudden, but. There's people that don't like the zombie genre or think the zombie genre has been overplayed. Right. Why don't we, or why don't you developers, start using crickets as your enemies? Oh. <laughs> because that would saying. drive anybody that could hear it for a couple of hours literally insane. I think crickets would make a very devious enemy. So, I mean, <laughs> they could kick you to death, just get up in your ears and just pound you with the, with the noise. <laughs> Bugging the crap out of me. <laughs> I don't even know why I thought of that. Just for some reason. Crickets. I don't know. <laughs> Just Must think of that. Must be something subliminal or something. I don't know. Yeah. Crickets. Mm. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. On to number four. Uh, with the Star Wars Blu-rays just released, I have been really into anything and everything Star Wars. So what are, what are some of your most favorite Star Wars games? Oh, and do you know of any cheap ways of getting into the X-Wing or TIE Fighter series on the PC? I've never played them, and they look awesome, and that is from Anthony Scales. They are awesome. They, they are, are awesome. Yeah. Well, let's do the last Even part now. first. Last part first, uh, good old games, GOG.com, or goodoldgames.com, I think it is. Uh, I believe they have both of those games available, I think. Hmm. Pretty sure. Do you still need a 480X? Or 486? No, no, <laughs> Damn, it's, it's all... been so long. Yeah. They were DOS games. Yeah, that was the thing. Those were great games. Hell yeah. So speaking of which, what, what, are, your, what are your guys' favorite Star Wars video games? Star Wars uh. chess. <laughs> Star Wars what? Star Wars chess. Star Wars chess. Yeah. 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 God, I hate you. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> really? No. Who's um, the queen? Uh, Leia, I believe. Cool. On both sides? Yeah. Hmm. Awesome. Bitch. <laughs> Uh, well, she was the only woman in the whole thing, so... Okay, I was wrong. Mon Mothma. Gog, GOG.com doesn't have any of the Star Wars games. I apologize. 
Yeah, I'm not sure if anybody does actually. Uh, so, eBay. Anyway, that's where you go, and then yeah, good luck getting it to run on your <laughs> computer. <laughs> yeah. Here's these 4.5 floppy inch or floppy disks. Enjoy. Well, no, yeah. you can get X-wing and Tie Fighter on CD on because CD. they remastered them. Oh, I yeah. Didn't realize well, they did I that. bought when I bought X-wing. I bought the all I could find at the that store I was in was Computer City. It was the box with like five discs in it, and I got it up. I paid for it, and got home and I was back in there like the next day looking for something else and I saw it on CD and I'm like, yeah. oh shit. Was so that I brought next it back. Spatula City? Spatula I was City. thinking the exact same Spatula thing and City. damn it, you beat me to the chase. You yeah, know, if you buy I, seven, you get the eighth one for just a penny. <laughs> well, I brought the thing back and they gave me a hard time taking it back because it was opened and everything. I was like, no, I, you know, I, I you was under the impression it. this was the CD-ROM. I was told this was the CD-ROM, and you it's not. You copied it, sir. <laughs> but yeah, the X-Wing and TIE Fighter games were freaking awesome. I loved, and I still love, the very first Star Wars game, which was Empire Strikes Back on the Atari 2600. <laughs> well, I, you do I like nothing. The, uh, the translation of the arcade Star Wars game that was on the Commodore 64 on cartridge. Yeah. Really and the original version. Empire Strikes Back game, you do nothing but shoot the AT-ATs uh, as yeah. they're coming towards your rebel base. Yeah. And every once in a while, a spot opens up in the back of them or underneath on the side. And it, that's like one shot kill. But otherwise, you have to hit them like 30 times to take them down. <laughs> and they just keep coming over yeah. and over and over again. They never stop. <laughs> Joel, you got any favorites? Yeah, I like the Rogue Squadron series. That's what I was going to say. Uh, those, the GameCube ones especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah those, this, the first one on the GameCube, which I think was Rogue Squadron 2. Yeah. I will never was... forget uh, going to Chicago. at it, Nintendo had these little uh, like secret uh, private demos of the GameCube. They, they, they just sent invitations out. They didn't have any signs up or anything. And they had a whole room sectionalized off with Dolby ProLogic sound. And playing that game, oh, very, very cool. Actually, yeah, the, that reminded me. The original one, I'm, I'm sorry, Josh, the original one on the N64 was also very, very good. And that was the first yeah. game that I used with the, the booster pack with the extra memory or whatever that was up in the top there. That's right. The bottom. Yeah, that, you needed that pack for that game to look its best, and it, man, it sure shined with it. But Rogue Squadron 2 was awesome on the GameCube. There was a Rogue Squadron 3. It was nowhere near as good. Well, but, however, if you pre-ordered very early on Rogue Squadron 3, there was a special pre-order bonus that had the arcade game on on a cube disc. Well, also that Rogue really Squadron cool. 3 had the split-screen version that you could play two-player of Rogue Squadron 2. Well, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Shit. It has the full game on there, but you could play it split-screen. The, sure like... the controls were too good. That's the only yeah. complaint I have about the series. You could move on a dime, and it just—it was too easy to move. It was yeah. just it. Uh, the controls were too tight. You're flying in space. It shouldn't be like that. But beyond that, it was awesome. Graphics were great. It's got some awesome space fights in it. Even some some really good ground fights. Yeah. Good stuff. And I got to bring up X Men yeah. versus Tie Fighter on the PC. That unfortunately yeah. to play online, you had to use MSN Gaming Zone, which was a total crock of shit. But. Uh, I was really high on the leaderboards in that game. I had a kick-ass joystick. I played it constantly. It looked great. It had really good texture work and everything. 
uh, supported uh, the Riva TNT, you know, for 3D and everything. Uh, that was a badass game, and it was. Yeah, unfortunately, it it just didn't really last because it got passed over. But um, yeah, that, those games were just great. I was going to bring up two of my favorites. They're uh. the same series, basically: Dark Forces and Jedi Knight Dark Forces Two. Yeah, Jedi Academy too. Yeah, they were basically Dark Forces. That's on the PSN. It's a PS One version of it. Yeah, if you want to try PS, that out, get the PC version of that. Yeah, but if if you're in a pinch, you can get that. It's basically Doom in yeah. the Star Wars universe. It's freaking awesome. Yeah, it's a great game. I, I still Absolutely play those games awesome. on PC every now and then. Yeah, and Jedi Knight was really cool because that was Dark Forces 2. That was the one where you got a lightsaber finally. Yep. And you had basic force moves and things like that where you could throw things and choke people and stuff like that. Yeah. And that was... That was late '90s that came out. Those were great freaking games, freaking awesome. And of course, the SNES games, even though they're bastardly hard, they were still awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, awesome email! Yeah. Thanks. All right, last email. This one's from Ben White. Hey, I want to donate a bunch of money to your Extra Life event. Woohoo! But, but it would be a real shame if I won the fight stick <laughs> or many of the other prizes. Well, it's the first time we've ever heard that before, because he would never use it. So can I donate and skip the raffle, or most of the raffle? It's really just for the sick kids. Definitely. Uh, I would say on the website, when you donate, you actually have a little comment box now. And you'll see that if you go to our page, you'll actually see that some people actually left comments. But uh, you can just leave a comment in there that you don't want to be in the raffle, and we can definitely leave you out of it. That's not a problem. But he says most of the raffle. So what does he have, like specifics? Like, I want in on... No, you can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, and, and, and we'll talk difficult. about that in a minute but uh, because there is something that some people might be upset about but oh well um, no uh, we can't do that it's either you're in or you're out the fight stick you don't have to worry about because just don't donate the most unless you really want to you could always you know get the fight stick and then give it to Uncle Torgo <laughs> yeah you gotta be the highest bidder for that one so I don't think you're gonna I don't think you're gonna get that one by accident and if you did holy crap thanks a lot oops <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem at all. If, if you don't want to be in the raffle, uh, just put that in the comment section. No problem at all. We can definitely take care of that. All right. Well, uh, since let, let's talk about extra a little bit. Uh, well, actually, first off, if you want to send us an email like everybody else just did, uh, very easy to do. Just send it to podcast at psnation.org, uh, or you can go to the contact us section of our website at psnation.org. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, since we didn't have any this week, uh, you can call call up uh, 715-502-9773. Or if you have Skype, you can just call WDT-Torgo or go to our website in the contra- Contact Us button and uh, hit the Call Me button. Put your phone number in there, and it will call you and allow you to leave a voicemail that way as well for free, yo. Uh, yeah, Extra Life. A uh, lot to talk about. And there was a little bit of a debate going on on Twitter this week, and uh, that is because I didn't realize what EA Sports was doing this year. Uh, so last year we had the quote-unquote ultimate gaming uh, or gaming sports pack from EA Sports, uh, and they did the same thing this year. They actually sent us the uh, five-pack, which is uh, NHL 12, Fight Night, Madden 12, NCAA Football 12, and Tiger Woods 12. Uh, but they, they went a little bit above and beyond this year. They actually sent us two of those packs for PS3, but they also sent us two of those packs for 360. What people have to remember is this isn't PS Nation. This is Retroids North. And Retroids North also includes our friends over at Gamers Only Older. 
who are console agnostic, essentially. They'll play any console. They'll talk about any console uh, as part of the show. Uh, so in this prize pack, we uh, I think we all finally decided we're going to throw those 360 games in on the prize pack uh, because, like I said, it's not just PS Nation. So uh, we want as many people as possible to have chances to get the prizes. Uh, if you get if you win that 360 prize pack and you don't can't use it or whatever, uh, get on Retroids and see if anybody wants to do a trade or if anybody wants to do anything like that. Uh, you know, but this is the most fair way to do things is to leave it in that prize pack because it's not just us. And also, hey, it's for the kids. So uh, just received some more prizes today. Actually, uh, our our really good friend. Uh, Damon Bullis actually uh, picked up a couple of PlayStation Move Sharpshooters and threw those into the prize pool, so those showed up today. And our buddy Glasswalls nice. sent us a huge box of PlayStation Home Baseball caps. They're pretty nice. Oh, dude. Yeah. I think he yeah. sent like 20, uh, 18, 18 maybe? <laughs> <laughs> 10? Yeah, 10. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm still working on... Uh, I hear some of them are on eBay, so you can get <laughs> no, one there no, if you no, really no, want no. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we're still working on some stuff. Uh, a friend of ours at one of the, uh, the premier headphone manufacturers asked me to contact him next week. Uh, so I, I don't know what they're planning on, but I think we're going to have something good. Also, Bethesda has said they're going to send some stuff over. Again, we don't know what it is. Could be shirts, could be games, could be something. I don't know. So uh, I'm waiting on that on that box from those guys as well. But, uh, again, some of the prizes we've got here for the raffle, uh, the Sony wireless headset, uh, the God of War 3 collector's edition, a bunch of different action figures that are official Sony action figures. Some of those awesome Killzone 3 limited editions where the eyes actually light up, those you cannot buy in the stores. You can only get them from Sony. Uh, a, bun- or like a few of the Starhawk promotional T-shirts from PAX 2011. Uh, which, again, you can't buy anywhere. These are promotional items, and we have some here. Uh, and one of the coolest things I've... Man, I really wish I could win this myself. A uh, One of the Uncharted 3 Collector's Edition, but it is going to be autographed. Yeah. Thanks to PlayStation Marketing. Mm, that's uh, an awesome prize. The EAC, yeah. Damn it. The uh, EA Sports Ultimate Packs, uh, the Move Sharpshooters, the baseball caps, the other stuff that's still on the way. You know, we've got four weeks, roughly, and I'm still working on some stuff. Uh... I've also been told to talk to Mr. Jaffe because they said they might have some stuff to send over as well. So uh, still working on that, guys, as much as possible. Like I said, I don't think we're going to have as many prizes as we did last year. Last year was a lot of stuff because I went to PAX and, uh, you know, I had a lot of swag, things like that. But this year is already kind of turning out to be we're going to have a lot more, quote-unquote, premium items compared to... It's going to be quality over quantity this year, I think. That's the way it's kind of turning out. Uh, and also, uh, don't forget, you know, if you're the if you're the person that donates the most cash for the entire event uh, for our team, that custom built fighting stick from uh, Scott over at Gamers Only Older uh, last well, year's Scott was and Scott and the crew. He's, Scott and the crew, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. He so. wanted to make make sure that because Leo is doing some work on it. And, oh, he's actually you know, doing work on it. I didn't know that. He's contributing. He, he to was it. doing something That's with it. Awesome. I can't remember exactly what. Yeah, but Scott, yeah, everybody's involved. Scott sent over some group. of the artwork, some of the preliminary artwork, and uh, it looks really kick-ass. So, uh, again, if, if you win it and you don't want it for some reason, Uncle Torgo's here. I'm just saying. So, uh, <laughs> hey, go, go, so, go support our Retroids North fellows because this weekend, Saturday night, they're having a live show. Oh, so are they? The, the, well, 
Yeah, Gamers Only Older is doing... It's just their regular show. It's not like they're doing the live fiesta where they... Oh, where like they get, You know, all the drunken shenanigans and all that, <laughs> all the call-ins. It's, it's their regular show, which once in a while they just throw out there live. Yeah. So if you got nothing going on Saturday night, go check them out, Gamers Only Older. Yeah, Of course you know who they are already. Uh, yeah, it, it, we really love doing this. We've already got the uh, the page set up. If you, go, if you go over to our website, and I believe the Goo guys have the site set up on their end as well. Uh, but we've got both video streams set up over here. The chat box is set up over here. All of the details you need to know when it's happening, how many raffle tickets you get for how much money, all kinds of stuff. And, and whenever we add a new detail or a new prize, it goes on this page. So if you go over to psnation.org, look on the right side, you'll see that Extra Life banner. Click on that. There, Everything is right there, how much we've actually raised so far. If you want to donate, you can hit the button right there. Everything is on this page. And uh, definitely check that out. If you donate... Today, or today up until the event, you are eligible for raffle tickets right away. So don't wait until the last minute. You can do it anytime you want to do it. Uh, $10 gets you a raffle ticket, yo. So $10 gets you in, in the door. Uh, this is something that uh, it seems to be kind of a favorite. So uh, it's a lot of fun, too. Uh, so got some other ideas. We might be posting next week on some other ways to maybe get in on some of the gaming with us, things like that. And uh, like I said, if we get new prizes, they go up on this on this uh, prize list right away. So check What's it out. What's the date out. again? Is it October 16th? No, it is Saturday, October 15th, starting at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. Yeah, so 8 o'clock in the morning. Shotgun start for us. Uh, we will have both video streams running at the same time. They're side by side. They're there right now. So you can check all that stuff out. And like I said, we'll have a chat box up there. You guys can talk to us. Everything's actually formatted so you can have it all in one screen to check out the video streams and all that stuff. Uh, we're going to have some pretty cool stuff. We're going to have a couple cameras set up in here. Uh, live game footage directly fed from the PS3. And uh, I believe the Goo guys are doing the same with some of the stuff they're doing. So uh, it is going to be an absolute blast. Yeah, please come join us. I've actually recently oh given up caffeine. Help. Ooh. 24 hours. <laughs> Help. You know what, though? <laughs> Last year we really didn't hit the caffeine that much. I did. Did you? I didn't. I had, Well, I had a five-hour energy which has caffeine well, in it. Do. I think I did one of those like at two in the morning or something. But I, because the year before, the two years before, I was hitting the energy drinks pretty hard and everything else. And then when we were playing at your house, Joel, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to eat healthier, like fruit and stuff like that. And I, I had like a lot of seltzer and, and I made it through easier last year than I did the two years previous. So yeah, the fruit will be very helpful this year again. We definitely need a big pile of that. Oh, we'll definitely have some of that here. Some carbs. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, we need carbs. I need we need help people. Keep oh, us going, yeah. especially in those late hours. Yeah, if for nothing else, we're uh, we're really entertaining in those later hours too. <laughs> <laughs> we say a lot of shit and then we even regret it sometimes, but it's it's fun to be in the chat box at that <laughs> moment or in the video stream. Man, I remember a couple of things from last year. I was like, "Oh, Shit. Well, Did, right I just say that? Did I just say that out loud? I regret Crap. nothing. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're going to be joined again this year by, by uh, Nine Volt and Cracker Jack. Uh, my buddy Paul's coming up from Madison, uh, which I'm very excited about. And our friend Chris from RP Gamer, uh, known as Saban1001 out on Twitter, uh, he'll be joining us as well. RP Gamer actually got us some, uh, some, some vouchers for, for the raffle prizes, so I actually need to get those on the list as soon as possible as well. So... Uh, we're going to have a, a pretty unique blend of prizes because they're actually trying to get some that kind of cater to the RPG crowd, of course. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, we're working our usual 
get whatever we can from our uh, from our friends in PR from all the companies. So, yeah, definitely help us out. Uh, we're definitely talking about playing some Warhawk. We're going to be playing some Uncharted Three multiplayer. Who knows what else? We try to schedule it every year and it never works out. So Renegade Ops, Renegade Ops for sure, Dale. Hey, the we writers plan on doing something too. The writers will have they'll be on there gaming with us. Ray, Justin, Bill, Jason, Raj, Hell yeah. I'll be out there as well. So there'll be a lot of different gaming opportunities for everyone to get involved in. Hells yeah. Those yeah. guys are cooler than us. You just don't know it yet. That's true. They're smarter. I they know. probably have room <laughs> on their friends list. Unpopular <laughs> bastards. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Enough, enough blubbering. But yeah, check it out. Go to psnation.org. Hit the uh, Extra Life banner, and you'll see that. And if anybody from the gaming industry is listening and you'd like to donate a prize or whatever... Uh, please contact us, podcast at psnation.org. We'd be more than happy to take it off your hands and uh, get that in the raffle. Uh, Swag, games, vouchers, pretty much anything we'll uh, we'll take because people just love that shit. One quick uh, preface. If you you are a listener and you want to contribute, donations are what we prefer. Your used copy of whatever, uh, that's probably not going to be a good prize. So we appreciate it. (laughs) <laughs> but we'd rather have have the $10 towards the charity than, than a game that we'll have a hard time giving away as a prize. Unless it's Barbie's Horse Adventure, we'll give that to Josh because I know he's looking for it. If it's in the plastic, we'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Stony That's worth a lot of money. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I know. Seriously. They can send it to us, and then we'll sell it on eBay for a lot more. That's that's right. And we'll put that money towards Fuck sustenance. We'll yeah. Pizza. <laughs> Josh, Josh, don't matter. That hookers. Point. Whatever we need to get through the day. <laughs> Hookers and blow, yo. Hookers and blow. All right. Uh, so a lot of different things here. Let's see. We got through that. We got through that. Hey, don't forget to check out our uh, official forums over at Retroids.com. You can also check out all the other podcasts over there on the gaming network or the podcast network. Look for us on Facebook. Do a little search there for PS Nation, and you'll find our Facebook group, which there's just a ton of shit going on there. Uh, a lot of conversations. It's pretty awesome. Uh, also, if you have a mobile device and you have the Stitcher app, look for us in the PS3 section. Go over to Stitch- Stitcher.com, and that'll point you in the right direction. Uh, also, don't forget our awesome sponsors. Uh, they, they've treated us so well. Uh, it's over at audiblepodcast.com slash PSNation. If you sign up for the 14-day free trial for over 85,000 audiobooks that are available, uh, you get a free book out of the deal. And you get to keep that book even if you don't keep the account. And if you don't keep the account within the 14-day free trial, you keep the book and it helps us. So it's win-win. Free audio book? Yeah. book that reads itself to you? Yeah, if you don't like reading. (sighs) Boom. And here I am reading my books like a sucker. You're ruining your eyes like a sucker. You could just close your eyes and listen to somebody else read the book to you. It's like being a, a multimillionaire, basically. Or like a producer. You just lay back on a couch. Somebody else reads it all to you. It's like having a butler. That is awesome. I agree. So head over to audiblepodcast.com slash psnation. Check that out. Sign up. That'll give us some money for all the shipping that we we have to do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, also, if you want to check out any of the T-shirts, hats, mugs, Christmas ornaments, that season's coming up here, yo. Head over to zazzle.com slash psnation and check out all of our cool stuff over there. Uh, which I need to go over and get that frosted mug because that looked awesome. And uh, obviously, last but not least, head over. Uh, if you check out our uh, our show notes at the bottom there, there's a couple links to the uh, the sweet, sweet dudes that give us all of our music that we use. 
uh, It Is Written, which uh, a bunch of buddies of Joel's, and uh, they do some awesome work. So very happy to have those guys uh, partnered up with us and uh, love our new, God, I love our new theme song. Yeah, their new album is out soon. It, they're going to punch me for saying that because they're, they're perfecting it over and over and over again. <laughs> so five years. <laughs> yeah, it'll be out in the next few months. So they're starting to play some gigs again, too, which is nice to see. By the time they bring out their album, their music's going to be out of style. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. What, what, did my, what did my buddy tell me? Um, the album's good because you can't polish a turd. <laughs> There you go. In, in other words, we're producing it for this long, meaning it's not a turd. Uh, it yeah. was a funny analogy. Of like, like seriously, how long does it take you to produce this album? I mean, how many, how many times are you going to go back? He, the studio is in his basement, so it's yeah. like, dude, my my drum hit is like, you know, point zero 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 one second off. So we're going to redo oh, it. Like, man. Oh, so it'll it'll sound fabulous. Yeah, but yeah. Definitely. You can't polish a turd. It there is. There you written. go. <laughs> so uh, thanks much for hanging out with us this week, guys. Uh, next week, I'll probably have a review of Skydrift because I've really been enjoying that game, so I really want to talk about it. Uh, be ready for reviews on the website, especially. We've been really sending a lot of stuff out to the writers. Uh, Justin's got like all these RPGs he's got to work through. Uh, Ray just got White Knight Chronicles 2 today. Uh, Bill's still working on, or he's done with Dead Island, but I think we're going to get him all for one. And uh, Jason's still working on his driver review and... Uh, so keep your eye out on the website. And also, I'm thinking next week, I'm not sure if he's back from Japan yet, but our, our buddy Roy from Kotawari.org uh, has uh, volunteered to actually come onto the podcast and review Disgaea 4 for us. So we're going to try to have wow. him on the show to do that. And okay, so potentially uh, your Sky Racer Daily, <laughs> Disgaea 4, NHL, and Dead Island. Well, see, we'll have to break them up, so that's why we have to start planning. Wow. Or we just won't do emails and news <gasps> and oh, new no. releases. And <laughs> <laughs> That's two reviews by Josh, so we might need a separate oh, section God. just like we did for the new releases here. Uh, yeah, we'll break this up. <laughs> or I can bring back the Jared buzzer. I still have it. <laughs> for the first time, we'll have an episode 235.5. Oh, my God. Josh reviews a game. I'll trim it down. Disc Dead three. Island. Dude, how are you going to... And NHL 12. How are you going to trim those down? Oh, my God. I will... A lot of it will be on the website. I think Josh I needs to practice the, with a stopwatch. I will give the relevant information <laughs> on the show, and the in-depth will be on the website. Uh-huh. How about that? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, wait. Bill's already done the website for Dead Island. Yay! He has. <laughs> oh, God. And I think Justin's so going to be do, doing the website for Disgaea 4 also. And you Justin's also yeah. doing From Dust, which is that downloadable PSN yes. title everyone's yeah, talking about. All right, so maybe I'll just read Bill's uh, thing on the website and I'll. <laughs> what are you, audible.com? Audiblepodcast.com yeah, slash PS Nation? I'll read every fourth sentence and that'll be my review. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, also, one last thing uh, to our buddy Two Hands Revy. Happy birthday, buddy. Yeah, that's right. He called it a shitty song, so I should just say that's that's all you get. Anyway, he said, play that shitty song no, for my he birthday. you should get the whole thing if he hates it that much. <laughs> I'll email it to him. All right, let's get the hell out of here. We've talked long enough tonight. Thanks very much for hanging out with us, everybody, as usual. Uh, definitely, please, please, please help us out. Help the kids out. Get over there and donate for Extra Life. Uh, we are at like four weeks and, and a couple days, so uh, we're getting close. 
And, uh, yeah, get over to the website and check out all the cool stuff we've been posting over there. It's going to continue, folks, and it's just going to get more and more, especially with all these reviews. We've got a ton of reviews coming up here soon. So uh, take her easy. Get out there, play some games. We will talk to you later. My geekiness is getting in the way of my nerdiness, I'm starting to notice as I grow older. I had this really sad realization. I was thinking the other day about a, uh, a time machine, if I had a time machine. You know, because I'm really into history. Like, would I go back and witness something, like find out who Jack the Ripper was or stop the Kennedy assassination? And the first thing I thought of doing if I actually had a time machine is I would go back to around 1993 or 94 and kill George Lucas with a shovel. That was the first thing that came to my mind. And stop him from making the prequels. That's how I would try to save history fucking pathetic. I mean, I don't even know how I would have reacted if I had just run into him on the street like going, oh my god, you're, you're fucking George Lucas, dude. Look, I don't want to bother you and nerd out, but like Star Wars is one of my favorite movies and I just want to thank you, man. Just thanks for all that. It's, it's so great. Ah, you like uh, Star Wars? Um, I got some good news. I'm working on the uh, three prequels, the first three chapters. Oh, Really? You're going to do the, finally, oh my god, that's awesome, dude, I'm so excited, I can't wait. Well, hey, you say you're a Star Wars fan, uh, do you like Darth Vader? I fucking, I fucking love Darth Vader, dude, the, the helmet and the cape with the sword, that's great, man. Is he in the first movie? Uh, yeah, in the first movie, you get to see him as a little kid. Uh, is he like a little Damien Omen kid, like evil and killing people with his mind and shit like that? No, he's just like this little kid, and then he gets taken away from his mom, and he's very sad. Uh, I don't really care about him as a little kid at all, at all, at all. I don't. I just like the helmet and the sword and the cape. That was was kind of cool about him. Well, hey, don't worry, because guess who shows up in the second movie? Boba Fett. There you fucking Boba Fett. Yes! With the helmet and he's a bounty hunter. That is awesome, man. That is so cool. Yeah, and in the second movie, you get to see him as a little kid. Again, I don't really care about him when he was a little kid. I like the chip and the helmet and the killing people. Is he like it? Does he have the little helmet on and he's killing people? Is that, is that what's going on? No, he's like this little kid and then his dad dies and he's very sad. <laughs> Do not give a shit at all about that. Could not care less. Well, don't worry because in the third movie, you know what shows up? The Death Star. Awesome, man, that fucking... Wait a minute, what is it doing, George? Well, you just see it at the very end of the movie. It's being built, and Darth Vader's just kind of looking at it. (laughs) Again, I don't care how they built it, how they put in the toilets or the air conditioning. I just like it when it's done, and then it's blowing planets up. That's kind of what's cool about it. You look really sad. I, dude, I gotta say, I'm pretty fucking sad, man. That sounds awful. I, that, that all just sounds like shit. Would you like some ice cream? I, 
I would, yeah, I would like some. I like ice cream, man. That'd be cool if I had like a, a dish of ice cream. Well, here's a big bag of rock salt. You just said I was going to have a dish of ice cream. Well, when you combine the rock salt with ice and cream and sugar and flavoring, it becomes... I don't give a shit where the stuff I love comes from. I just love the stuff I love. Hey, do you like Angelina Jolie? Does she give you a big boner? Well, here's John Voight's ball sack. That's right. The pink glistening ball sack she swam out of. Now jerk off to that, you lucky so-and-so.